she's a Betty Jesuit witch. What anyway. do they say when they shoot the gun? Uh, oh, Atreides. Fuck. Don't they say his name? They do something? say his name. They say they say that his name. They say his name. It's a killing word. They said they say. Yeah. Uh, they say Paul or something like that. They don't say. They don't say it's Paul. not the Paul it's guy. It's funny to say. <laughs> <laughs> Paul. I, I, I say Paul when I shoot people. Maudib? Is that what they say? Maudib. Yeah. 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 Maudib, Desert Mouse. Cool. Dude's Maudib. pretty good. He's with Maudib. He's with Kwisatz Haderach. This is so game of the year. He's a what? <laughs> yeah. Game of the year. David Lynch's dude. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Villeneuve. The one we've been talking about the whole time. <laughs> nah, fuck it. That's right. That is right. Uh, fucking Jeff Keeley, eat your heart out. No commercials in this fucking one. hack. Brought to you by G Fuel. <laughs> yeah. Overwatch Two, greatest <laughs> game of the year. We're not paid for any of this. We're just <laughs> yeah. saying stuff we like. Use promo code. Please don't cast. You can't pay me to stop talking about Overwatch Two. <laughs> we, remember Overwatch Two? Wow. Did that Overwatch come out this year? No. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Us next year. <laughs> Winston, anyway. Winston checks out. <laughs> Wait. Overwatch 3. Winston checks out. Wow. <laughs> coming to digital store. Of course, our, all our audience has heard of Dustin Checks In. I'm sure the, they have. The, the movie. <laughs> but, As we found out uh, last week, our audience is intimately familiar with the discography of Steely Dan. So I think, oh, that, okay. uh, I think that we'll be just fine. Hmm. Um, but... Uh, I have here with me today a great panel of gamers uh, willing to put together uh, a really kind of all over the place list. And there's a lot of stuff that's not going to be on here, even though it came out this year, because we just didn't get to it. Didn't play None it. None of us fucking played <laughs> Mario. Can you believe that? Oops. Somebody revoke our card. God damn it. <clears throat> no Mario. Mario, Mario wonder, wonder why we didn't pl- play it. None of us played Alan Wake 2. <laughs> uh, that's Alan probably a safe one to miss. when I played it. <laughs> Heard it was good. Mm. First one wasn't. <laughs> then second one could be. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You don't. You don't know shit. Mm. Uh, none of us played Lethal Company, which is the big. Uh, oh yeah, we should. Right now, we should play. Yeah, what? it's. I mean, that just happened. Streamer, How does streamer, streamer, just yeah. Yeah. Happened okay, all right. This is a Twitch well, just TV thing. Recently. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's, so it's like a, a game that came out it's ten like, years ago. That no, it's no. A, it came out in October. Okay, it's like you're like space garbage collectors. And then the place you go into is like flooded with monsters. So yeah, okay. like one guy can stay with the ship, or you all have to go out and get a certain amount of stuff, bring it back to for money. Make a certain amount of money. It reminds me of almost like a like a risk of rain or killing floor or something like that, 
it's got like some co-op and you're trying to make nice money. looking retro graphics mm-hmm. oh my brother's been playing the risk of rain remake they just it's, came oh out. yeah that also yeah. fucking came out risk of rain returns yep I actually think that might be what Stephen wanted to talk to me about. Okay. Uh, so, Don't say that on the episode. Now he knows we didn't know. I am going to cut that bit out. <laughs> Just that part. I'm going to okay. say it You're five more times. So, <laughs> Next uh, to my home address. I'm Nick. I usually host the show. Uh, the, you are so lucky that this is not just two hours of me talking about Street Fighter because I did play other games this year. And we already um, did two hours. We already did two yeah. hours on Street Fighter. That's the reason this is going to be two hours of Street Fighter. What talk. month was that? Uh, that? That was June. June. Well, that's was June when it came out, but we did the episode in like August. <laughs> yes, that's um, right. Yeah, it was. But uh, I'm normally playing uh, fighting games and action games, although I was kind of all over the place this year. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm uh, Cam. I'm Nick's brother, and I Ooh. don't play many video games recently. Mm-hmm. But this year was actually a bit of a gamer year for me. I kind of came back to video gamer games a little year. bit. I didn't play any deep cuts, but um, I was definitely playing a lot more video games. Uh. Hello, uh, I'm Alex. Uh, I've mostly just been playing Pokemon, but uh, <laughs> generally I like I like shooters and RPGs uh, mostly. Alex, game of the year, Pokemon Emerald. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can execute any code I want in that game, so it's good. Isn't that uh, why we play games to execute code? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to name my boxes so yeah, that I can execute. Yeah, it's an executable code. file. Um, hi, I'm Seb. Um, I like to play. World of Warcraft, unfortunately. <laughs> you um, have to leave with that. Nobody's yeah. indicted. <laughs> nobody's People are gonna, throwing their ask. zunes into the ocean right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of like a um, action adventure type of person, RPGs, that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I do occasionally play like smaller indie things. I so should factor in where a villager says, "Forsooth, to you, asks <laughs> you to do something." Yeah, that's what I've been doing for Gather the past five like, cloths. Four months. Yeah. Ye mighty. <laughs> yep. Um, I should say I I do lean towards open world games and kind of like yeah open world or like mm-hmm. smaller like indie not Into even indie I don't know yeah go, checklist go games and yeah. I like a checklist game or a game that is one check on my list of games <laughs> yeah okay That's, hold on that sure could, that could theoretically be that makes game. a lot of sense um well, it would be small Cam since we haven't had you on in a couple of weeks I wanted to ask you. First, what mm. is your game of the year? Well, it probably is Zelda, but I think I'd rather talk about Pikmin 4, I think. All right. I want to hear about it. We can do a quick five on Zelda if you want, because that was my second choice. Do, well, yeah. do you want to talk runners up first? Do you want to talk other things that you were thinking about and then dig into your big... Your big uh, yeah. Okay. So um, definitely, I think... I don't know. At the beginning of the year, I was playing like Inscription still, and like, but I guess this is for this year. So I know I said this uh, last year, but did you get to the quote unquote cool part? Because I didn't. No. I <laughs> nope. I like the part that table and walk around. <laughs> yeah, guys. I like the part that's Whoa. not cool enough <laughs> that I still like it. You can stand up. No, that I think that's not the cool part yet. Oh yeah. No, that's not. I mean, okay, so honestly, the cool part is, I beat is the, the first. beginning of the game. <laughs> Seb's the only one who finished the game, maybe. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Don't you get to run down the woods or something at some point? Uh, well, I, yeah, uh, no. Not that I want to. <laughs> <laughs> the hottest game of this year, Inscription. <laughs> <laughs> I know, this. we got to get off this quick. Or else so anyway, I don't even know if that came out this year, but... Um, Pizza Tower, I Hell think, was yeah. my first mm-hmm. big we, one. We which did a great episode on Sometime, that. like, March, probably, I think. 
Uh, that may have been the right? episode, but it came out back in January. Did it? It was early. early. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Pizza Tower is my first big, big game yeah. of this year. I loved it. I ended up, like, I was thinking I was going to play it, and I was going to be like, oh, this is too hard for me. Or I was going to play it, and I was going to be like, I'm just going to get my make it through the levels, and that's all I care about. And yeah. I probably won't even finish it. I can't I, no, remember. No. Did you finish it before we did the podcast, or did you finish it afterwards? Yeah, I finished it before the okay, pod, right. and I, like went out of my way to like get perfect scores yeah. on mm-hmm. almost all of the levels yeah, cool. and stuff, which is so unlike me to even give a shit the about rank? that. Uh, the S rank. S rank good, is... I think I... No, maybe you're right. Maybe I only went to S. Yeah, because P rank... What requires like, P of you? Do you have to do it twice? You ha- no, P rank... Well, yes, but you have to um, keep a combo going through the entire level. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, I didn't do that. And then no, you make it all the way back, a little door that says lap two comes yeah, out. Yeah, you have to go around again. you have to again. do a second Whoa, that's insane. Yeah, it's <laughs> absolutely really, really crazy. Cool. Yeah, so I didn't do that, but I think I wouldn't settle for less than an A or an S, I think. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, eliminate all enemies or something. I don't know. Anyway, that was still very unlike me, but I really, really, really liked the aesthetic of that game, mm-hmm. and it lets you unlock different costumes and stuff which i'm a huge sucker for yeah, so it might have one of the most unique aesthetics i've seen in a game in a really long time yeah and, and we talked about it on the game how how much of a nick tune it looked like they yeah got, they got the noise in there like the noise my good friend. we love the noise um it also is um so anyway you played pizza tower that was right at the beginning yeah so you can change your costumes in that game and it it, it takes a lot from another one of our favorite games wario land 4 so like that that i've also covered on the pod but loved that so loved any revival of Mm -hmm. that and the fact that it was like a slightly more weird like pizza man game yeah One, one of my big touch points and i definitely talked about this on the episode but it is crazy that it was like it it did take that long for someone else to like take that idea and go with it like wario land 4 was a while ago and it's like we could have no been one having, touched it. We yeah, we've been having these for a while. No, like, <laughs> yeah, we should have been. Part of that is is definitely like a. It's not an easy thing to just do. You can't. Mm-hmm. It's not something you can just shit. But out. even this style of platformer, I don't see that. Not much. like Mega someone should have done shit out one of those. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> someone should have done one of these by now. But yes. um, but I'm yeah. glad they did. <laughs> Pete's Tower, Darkest Dungeon Two. We also did an episode on. No, we, we only did, did the one. The first one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I haven't even played the Darkest first, Dungeon Wait, Two. Wait, maybe I didn't play the second one. No, at all. Then oh, then never mind. The second one was coming out, and Alex mentioned it when we did that episode. Got it. Yeah, that's still on my list. Yeah, didn't play it then. Um. Anyway, uh, game of the year. let's see. I mentioned several games I didn't play. Um, <laughs> did Dredge come out this year? Yes. All right. Let's talk about Dredge because I want to talk Dredge, Spider-Man 2, and Pikmin 4 okay, real quick. Let's do it. So Dredge, I, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't bring up except I just downloaded the DLC last mm-hmm. week and I am completely addicted to it again. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about this game. I mean, it's, it's checklists and an aesthetic I like. But the gameplay is incredibly easy. The, like, story is boring to me. I'm not interested at all. And I'm not sure if there is any, but hardly anything. But, um, I, like, every time I pick it up, I can't put it back down. Like, and I think that, it, like, it being so simple is part of why I like it. I can just put on podcasts and go and catch fish I, or whatever. I think there's something to be said about a game that is, like, um, not not a value judgment at all, but a game that is compulsive. Like, yeah. a game that is just, like, easy to enjoy your time with. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it's not like it's like that 
trying to extract money from right you yeah plenty it's, of it's, games do that to try to make you spend money on them yeah so it's not like a bad thing but it is interesting an interesting way to use that design some people do just like to like do a loop that is satisfying i um it was on one of our game of the year episodes but i got really into spirit fair a couple of years mm. ago because it does have that like i had a loop that just fucking got its claws in me and i'm yeah. like i don't i'm not even i'm not crying at this story but <laughs> like everybody else is but i just want to go get more wood it's also so just like humans need to feel like they're accomplishing something yeah. so like anytime a box goes ding and then you don't have to do that anymore it's like and good also, i'm like, done what kind of what kind of game doesn't have a fishing mini game in it I know, and yeah. this one's not even very good. Like com- in comparison <laughs> to like other fishing games, it's it's so, simpler than other fishing games. Is the DLC like snow themed? I think you might have mentioned. Yeah. Ice road boating. Oh wow! <laughs> so there's is he bo- they boat on the ice road. In the first, in the first, in the original base game, there's the starting area and then four other areas, and this one adds a fifth area. Cool. Okay. So each area has like its own scary monster a town there that has something going on and then maybe like maybe a reward attached to it but um 25 percent more game yeah exactly so (laughs) like and it's ice themed which i like and it's they give you a little icebreaker on the front of your boat oh that's cool and you get to break ice and it's like it when you crash into it it vibrates the controller you you guys have kept (laughs) mentioning this game like all year Mm. or or since it came out yeah and i never looked at it so i had no idea it was like you're literally a boat guy you are a toy boat yeah Yeah. (laughs) and that's part of why i like the game is that the boat's really fun to control but um real quick some gripes about it is like it never has to be difficult like the monsters come out at night for the most part and you can just sleep to the next day there's never any punishment for there's just some, going back to base and going to bed and avoiding story it. mandatory missions that require you to catch shit at night but it never yeah. puts you in enough danger to where you feel like you never need to expose yourself to like huh. yeah harm so I, like my first my original my base playthrough i was just like oh i'll just you know play the game and avoid being done at night and then it eventually i was like let me just start fucking going out at night and then it's a lot more fun because there's yeah, like I, obstacles. And so stuff. I was doing the thing where uh, at the end of the game I was sleeping during the day exclusively, <laughs> and then uh, like only going out at night to catch the fucked up fish that were worth more money, and there were more monsters and stuff like yeah. that. Because like this game is a little bit on the, uh, and I do mean this in a derogatory way, the cozy side. And uh, <laughs> I, I am not interested in a game that is like that. And I know I some people yeah. really are. I, 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 I really this game am. Was yeah. out, I, thing right now. I thought folks were more into this because it was like dark. Like there was it, like that's some, something sinister under the surface. Yeah. Aesthetically, all this, but... there are hints of that, but it has the, all the trappings of a game that is like, you know, more of a... Papa Joe's fishing more time. Of a, more of a, yes. have, yeah, more of a, have a fantasy of like going somewhere new and making a life for yourself doing something like kind of mundane. your job is well, interesting honestly and what, what it looks like to me is the creator mm-hmm. said i like wind waker but i only like the sailing because they're insane person um, is, the is, sailing is pretty similar in that nothing bad can happen it's to you also got like that kind of <laughs> <laughs> and it's just driving it's your kind boat of from one area too. to another driving area. a boat around is a great joy it's video there's it, the islands are way closer than in Wind Waker, and it's like you have a boost if you need to use a boost. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I but mean, there's no fast. There's Wind one Waker type HD, of fast so. travel, but mm-hmm. it just takes you back. Okay. It only takes you back to one place. Okay. You can't go back and forth, mm-hmm. except you do unlock that in the in the DLC, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, but yeah, totally addicted to it. Uh, love it. I hope. 
they make a dredge too because this one definitely does feel this lacking is the in a lot of stuff. Game from that studio. So yeah. I think that they'll probably. Uh, I don't know if they're going to go right to a sequel, but I, I think. I think they will. I think it's pretty. Yeah. yeah. I think something like this with a little bit more meat to it would yeah. be up my alley. Needs to be just have something to like go up against and fight back. I think that's maybe the thing is you can't really fight back against anything. So any obstacle you can just avoid mm. pretty simply. Um, all right. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wicked good, but definitely not as good as the first one is. Really? Probably. Yeah. I, I Spider-Man 1 that. for PS4? Yes. I, I <laughs> Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 1 <laughs> for the Sony PS4. I was like trying to understand a, a, a post that I saw that was something along the lines of Spider-Man 2 is almost as good as Miles Morales, which mm-hmm. is better than the first one. Yeah, but... that's, that's kind of the problem is the... F- Miles Morales makes you forget that you couldn't play as Miles Morales in the first Spider-Man game, which is a huge thing that they added in Spider-Man. They just fused the DLC and the main game. game. Because now it's it's Harlem and... uh, Yeah, you get a whole, like, like three more or two more boroughs or, like, half of two boroughs, but, um which you've never been able to do in a Spider-Man game before. Even in Miles Morales, you couldn't go over there, I don't think. I think it was still just Manhattan. Mm -hmm. But um, now you can play as both of them and switch between them at will, which is cool. They Like GTA style or like Lego game style, whenever you want? Yeah. I mean, well, no. I mean, a a mission could be for one guy. Oh, all right. Yeah. But like when you're in the open world, you press a button. Yeah. When you're in the open world, world, you can just switch, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's never like... But certain missions you can't do as Miles. Okay, They're right. for Peter. Yeah, like yeah. GTA Five, it's just on the D-pad. You switch between the characters whenever you want. Even so in the story missions? Yeah. Well, in the story missions, they build it around it, actually. But so all of you are there at, all at the same time? Yeah. Always? Eventually, when you get the story. Okay. As Got a it. very brief 30-second comic sidebar, yeah. it is downright miraculous what the Spider-Verse movies and these Insomniac games have done to rehabilitate Miles Morales' Yeah, uh, they saved it. Yeah. Because... In the comics, Miles Morales has like, or he had, almost nothing going on for himself. Yeah. It was like, wait, and, what is this guy? It's like he's yeah. new Spider-Man. It's like, why? Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're still working on that. It's like it's been five years. I think he's woke your, now. Do you think of it's like, no, you still have the white gun. It's like, okay, but we also but have now, the black one. Like he has. Uh, and I, I want uh, Miles Morales to be cool and interesting, so I think yeah. it's super cool that Insomniac has like been like, okay, we can really dig into this guy and like make him a cool, interesting character you want to play as. Yes, yeah. This this game also it's it's cool because they make him unique, but not too unique. But also they let him be better than Peter Parker. Like Miles has invisibility and lightning powers yeah he's power creep yeah sure, he's right? power creep he's, he's the new cool geek on the black who, who has like new powers that spider-man doesn't have but the invisibility spider-man has no counterpart to because it's so kind of useless <laughs> like it's, it's like they don't feel the need to give spider-man something that miles doesn't have and then like the electric powers they give peter the the four robot legs oh that's cool so that kind of replicates that but still their powers do different things which is nice and then peter gets the symbiote later and his powers are cool with the symbiote so that finds a way to match them up i was i figured so. this is the one that they bring the venom stuff in. yes yeah. i'm so and glad Tony they didn't is venom. how is that yeah he's good and venom only kind of shows up for the last he is kind of a short 
stint in it too. Yeah, yeah they, I assume they're doing more DLC for this game. I hope so because the that's what's actually crazy about because there isn't just two Spider-Man games. It's like the first one, and then they had four DLCs for it. Yeah. All where you play as Peter, and then like that's fucking like, like right? New Vegas. Yeah. Candyman. Yeah. Okay. I was like, we watched something with. And him. he's the voice of Venom in this one. Yeah. Okay. Tony Todd's in Candyman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's the Candyman. But yeah, so the things they. They added all that, but like you said, it's like Miles Morales kind of tricks you into thinking that they didn't add anything to this game. <laughs> so when you put one and two against each other, two is way better now that I think of it. But when you think of one as with the DLC it's and with Miles weird Morales. To ha- yeah, because it's like it was like a, a, a Spider Man 1.5. Yeah, and you can't play as Spider Man in Miles Morales. Well, Miles Morales. One of the cool things Peter is. Yeah. One of the cool things about the, the Sony-verse is that they do just both call each other Spider-Man, which rocks. Like, they never <laughs> say you're Spider-Man 2 or you're yeah. Spider-Man oh, again. Wouldn't it be something if he's like, I'm Spider-Man No, two. because that diminishes him a little bit. You want him to be his own guy, that's and true. that's what the second one's about. And it's they like, you are. they just call each other Spider-Man, and did it's they, awesome. Did that DLC come out um, before or after the first Spider-Verse movie? After. After. After? Okay. Yeah, and they put a cool Spider-Verse costume in it that takes frames out of your movement. So That's you, really you look cool. Like, oh, it's oh. so cool. So, yeah, the costumes in this game are incredible. They finally give you a good Spider-Man game where you can play as the comic black suit One Spider-Man with symbiote really powers, which is awesome. excited me about wanting to eventually play this game, which I'm, I'm hoping, hopefully not going to have to pay 70 goddamn dollars for. <laughs> I'll loan but... you my digital copy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to um, figure this out. Yeah, but... Uh, there's a the one that you bought. There's a little bar <laughs> in the options that is like swing assistance, and if you turn it all the way down, Spider-Man oh. won't be able to like latch on to just clouds. Oh, I gotta swinging. do that. It's I like didn't know you about this. You need to plan out your your like room. in Spider-Man Two. No, even even <laughs> yes. harder than Spider-Man Two. Like you can splat against walls and things like oh, that. Oh, you can fall in this game, which yeah. is cool. There's degrees of it, right? Where in, at maximum you just press like R two or whatever, and Spider-Man is like zipping effortlessly from one yeah. section to the other. It's, like he's like really tour. fast. That's very like, cool to put it on the side. Oh, I didn't know about that. Everybody to... definitely has a different amount of how much yeah. do I want this web swinging to be fiddly? Like I, I some folks are like, so I just also, want it to be like Also moving. in this game, they add the wingsuit, which Ooh. I was against at first, but is actually really fucking fun. So unfortunately, uh, it rocks. Uh, I will be okay with it if there's a Steve Ditko costume in there that has the stupid web arm pedestal. Oh yeah, okay, there's yeah. several. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> the costumes in this game are good, but not as good as the first one, I think. But um, in a couple of years, I bet you they will. They'll be up to it. Right? Yeah, I, I hope they, they do they, a they bunch of DLC. They kept stuff into the first one. Right? Yeah, all the DLCs each add four costumes. I yeah, think. and there were like four. And of this them. Game, they like added twelve. This game just came and now out, you have two so. Spider Men. So now they got to add twenty four costumes. <laughs> in like it's insane. But anyway, um, okay, your game of the year, Cam. Yes. Pikmin four. Yeah. So Pikmin four. Quite liked it. Wow. Didn't expect wow. to like it a lot. I I do think. Did I already say my? My probably game of the year is actually definitely Zelda, but yes. I, I'd rather talk about Pikmin 4, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Because we all know we like the, you know, the whole we, I, we, verse we'll was just like Zelda. crazy about it. And but we'll get to most it. Most of all of our favorite games this year, we did an entire episode on right. it. So. Yeah. I'm going, to, I'm going to say like, look, it's Street Fighter, but I have to exclude Street Fighter from the yeah. discussion so that I can talk about anything else. Yeah. So Pikmin 4, we've talked a lot about Pikmin on this podcast. Yeah, we've and done three of the four now, yeah. I think. Yeah, Only Jesus. two. We haven't done. We, we did haven't done one, and we did three, three and four. Three of the four. We games. didn't do four for an episode. No, we didn't. We didn't. No. 
We all played it. Yes. Yeah. Not for the show. <laughs> Why did we do that? <laughs> Why did all of us play it? Anyway. We can um, still do an episode about it. <laughs> no, we can't. Too late. I'm doing it right now. Okay. Um, yeah, this counts. No, <laughs> no. So but what yeah, makes Pikmin 4 stand tall over the corpses of his enemies? I just think, so this is, people were calling this Pikmin 2 2. And I wasn't as big of a fan of Pikmin 2. I learned, I preferred 1 and 3, but I didn't finish 3. So this one just felt like the perfect blend of 1 and 2. Like, there's a decent amount of above-world things to do. And with the addition of the dog as, like, your second captain, I found that a lot more easy to use because this game like is a lot easier to use yeah. because your dog is just so powerful and, they, like, they took the strategy out of this game <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but they so added I, the what you should be interested in which is the the strive to do better yeah, to I, be the I best did, I, yeah, the high I score will say, i am making fun of this game but i did 99 percent this they game. lowered the bar but raised the ceiling. like cool yeah, yeah the ceiling like you, whoa you beat the game but are you cool yeah. did you yeah, beat I, it cool i think it's it, i'm done if they, ever yeah, do, the if they ever do another one, I'm curious how they're going to deal with the, the dog because it is such a huge departure. Yeah. yeah. But it's a it's a great system. I it really enjoy it. It makes it easier and, like, and being able the to dog is cute. You get to choose, like, what kind of stuff you like. You eventually get everything on the skill tree, but, mm -hmm. like, you get to be like, oh, I really, I use him to carry stuff. So I want to prioritize that. And then you can carry, like, a hundred Pikmin worth it's, of stuff. It is yeah. really cool that he is both a Pikmin and a captain. Yeah. You can have him ordering yep. Pikmin around, but you can also use him for something you would use a bunch of Pikmin for like, oh, carry this heavy thing, or uh, you guard know, swim, spot. swim here, guard this spot, yeah. break this wall, do something that I would normally or need multiple. Use Pikmin them as to a do. raft, like yeah. it's yeah. so useful. And you, you're totally hitting on it. Of like, you get the ability to make him carry a hundred Pikmin's worth of like whatever heaviness or whatever. Yeah, wait. Before you get a hundred Pikmin. So he's like more useful than Especially Pikmin, if it's anyway. a, like a specific type. Like or if it's in the uh, water or past fire yeah. or something. He's just it's so good. Bugs. Why can't I have two dogs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, get rid of the I wasn't bugs. sure if I was gonna like Ochi at first because I was like, oh this takes the strategy out of things. I, Seems like the, you know, the like, crutch, yeah. Yeah, but in, then in, in I a really classic loved Nintendo him. iterated on yeah. this for ten years move, it's actually quite good. Yeah. yeah. It's like wait, I've done it yeah, the other way three still, games now. It, it took me a little while to like dig out the like two person optimization but it is there like you can <laughs> split your guy and Ochi up but you're you definitely feel it when you're not riding on his back because yeah. you have like all access to so half the abilities yeah. pretty much yeah that's that's my least favorite thing in a video game is when they give you a mobility thing and then they take it away or you have yeah. to like not well, yeah, use if it you for a second do, and I'm like no I'm not fast if you want to do two things at once you do have to like gimp yourself a little bit yeah. which is interesting yeah. I almost never did it because yeah. I, I found it too difficult to separate your Pikmin and then have Ochi only take some yeah, yeah. I think it's kind three of still hard to do maybe has the most tactical depth but I think you, there is some stuff you can get out of this that is like unlike anything the series yeah. has done so which far. ended up being some of my favorite stuff was the dandori dandori yeah, challenges all those time challenges are so fun so fun. you get this like this captain who's been overtaken by the environment and he's like you have to show me how good you are at pikmin in a battle yeah and so yeah they but, have the multiplayer battle ones and then they have the ones that are just a race against the clock to collect and kill the collect items yeah and kill i liked yeah. the the race against the clock ones way better because yeah. The, the versus ones, you can just be an asshole and just bully them into winning. And, and it's it's super random because the AI just does whatever they want. Really? So sometimes you can just like 
smoke them. Sometimes they go for high value targets and sometimes they are like, mm, time to plant. Hmm, apple time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But those I only time, get those apples. Those battles were awesome and they yes. do ratchet up the difficulty a little bit with those, especially yeah, in yes. some of the more optional side dungeons and yeah, stuff. Yeah, some of them are pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're especially really... if you want to get like everything too. Yeah. It, it, was, it was fun. It was challenging. I got really into that and like the game like ends quote unquote like really early and then there's like another 75% yeah, there of the were, game. I was like, shocked that there were like two or three more there's so much it's like half i don't it must be some crazy study that nintendo is doing that's like people want to play games for like an hour and a half and so that's all (laughs) that's it and then we're gonna roll the credits we're gonna roll the credits (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna roll credits and then the people who actually want to play the game can play another two three more hours of the game i think bink was talking about she she had you know been like reading some things and, and watching some things that were like, oh yeah, like with um, Animal Crossing New Horizons, a lot of people who had never played New Horizons, like an Animal Crossing game before, right? Because it, it blew up so much with mm-hmm. like people who, who would never have touched it before. They thought the game was over once they got KK Slider. They're like, I, oh, here's the credits. Yeah, I still Oops. <laughs> yeah some people never even did that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, th- so Nintendo's doing that a lot lately, and in this game, it really hit me the hardest of like, there's so much more after. Yeah, the, yeah. And, I think Galaxy the they started to mess with it a little. Like that was the first one of those games I thought that had, like had yeah. like, ooh, this is the super optional challenge level. Yeah, and, and then they kind of brought that for brought the end of the game more towards the middle, mm-hmm. where they're like, okay. The kids can play it's this a, part, and then if you know our fucking thirty-year-old Nintendo idea. fans can play the yeah. the rest of it. Um, Cam, who would you recommend this game to? Um, anyone who's played any other Pikmin game and liked it, I think this is the one to come back They're to. All on the Switch now. It's yeah, incredibly crazy. easy to play if you just want to play an easy game and really beautiful to look at and fun and like oh, the man. dog is cute. Like, the guys make little noises. Before they sing this, like, it rocks. Bringing treasures back was such a great, great, like great choice. Oh yeah, really, I love that. That was my favorite part of Pikmin too. Getting like, the treasures. The, one of the things, like one of my favorite. Oh, because it was like fruit. It was fruit in yeah. three. Yeah, I liked yeah. that. Uh, it, one of my favorite yeah, absolute joy moments with Pikmin 4 was pretty close to the beginning. When you first unlock the landing zone, your kind of hub, one of the treasures in that zone is just a fucking Game Boy Advance SP. And I'm yeah. like, yeah! We love to see it. Like, But just before we started recording, we were just talking about different shapes and sizes of the DS and like yeah. which one we prefer. And we all had different ones. But um, yeah, Pikmin 4... Good game. Love it. I also have 140 hours in Zelda, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I think I think it'll come up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alex, uh, what are some games that you played this year? Shout shout out some shout out some of the games, and then I want I would like you to pick one. Wow, you can't make me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I think the first new game I played this year, uh-huh. not counting the stuff we did for the podcast, I don't remember the chronology there, but yeah. um, Resident Evil 4 Remake came out this Man, spring. Yeah, I want to get to that. I'm, I'm Frustrated that I haven't played it because I know I'm gonna love it. It was something that when they announced it, I'm like, "Why are you making? Why are this? you doing Truly. this? Truly? Why, why are you but fucking bothering?" Modern this? Capcom has been doing such a good job since RE7. I'm like, just sure, go for, go off, King. And uh, it it was very good. I haven't played original RE4 in a while, but it felt pretty true to all the beats. It felt like very true to all the beats. There mm-hmm. were a couple things, especially towards the middle and the end, that I kind of wanted to see, but. All, all, right. all the way through the village and most of the castle, I'm like, this is 
all the hits. This were you waiting on bated breath for all the little Leon one-liners that you remember oh, so well? In the first they, one? He's not corny in this one. They the right do, hand comes off. They didn't. Your right hand comes off. I wanted. They didn't do it. Oh. Uh, it is an, an achievement, which is kind of a cheat. But wow. yeah, um, he does do the bingo line, which I was Where's happy to going? see. Bingo. Yeah. Um, but just kind of like uh, RE4 plays great even to this day, mm-hmm. the original version. And it's um, available on almost every platform in existence. Yeah, there's but no shortage of being able to play bringing RE4. This, bringing this, like, control-wise up to their current standard, did it did feel really good. I, I don't know, like, I'd have to play them side-by-side side to really get a feel for how different they are, but it was just so nice to be able to do all my good, like, moves, my dodge, my were shoot, you my... into the new stuff they added, like knife parrying and stuff like that, or did you find you were playing it more like a classic? I, I like the... The nice stuff was interesting. You like, it's kind of like the two and three remake where you have like disposable knives, yeah, and then you have your main knife which you can upgrade and repair at the merchant. Um, That has more durability, and you can upgrade the durability. I didn't really use that as much. I mostly just used the disposable ones to get out of grabs and stuff. So kind of like the other two remakes, Mm -hmm. but um, the coolest thing I think that they added was like a thing that was already in the original in the village section. There's a little note you can pick up that says, destroy all these blue medallions. I hate them. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I hate them. And you get a little reward from the merchant when you do that. Uh, They stretch that out across the whole game in a way that's really satisfying and good. And you get other types of missions. Is the reward a spoiler or is it something you could tell me? You get, um, when you do those missions, you get spinel, which are a a resource in this, not just Ah. the thing you sell. Uh, which has its own side of the shop. So there are oh. things you can only get with Spinel. Premium currency. Yeah, oh, pretty much. La la. So you always want to be doing those little missions. Uh, there's a couple different types of them, but it's mostly like shoot the medallions, kill all the rats, mm-hmm. go find a big a big bass for me, go find the snake <laughs> or whatever. Is this those shooting gallery things? Is um, that part of that? They do have the shooting gallery. This one's the ones that I'm talking about specifically were hidden all over the village section. Okay. They're like they were like little um, blue medallions that were hung up uh, around the level. Yeah. You just yeah. had to look around for them. And okay. Shoot them from tree branches or like uh, behind doors and shit. Stuff that it's so yeah. easy for you to walk by because this is an action-packed game. You're yeah. charging to the next objective. Resident Evil yeah. Four is a game that's about aiming. So uh, <laughs> they really, I'm glad that they ran with it and they did a couple different things with it in this remake. Um, the like river section, like after you fight uh, the uh, big fish, mm-hmm. uh, that, that felt, guy has a name, but I definitely yeah. don't remember it. That felt uh, way more fleshed out in this one. And I really liked you, you got to get in the little boat and drive around to a bunch of different sub areas. Um, cool addition, good. The cabin defense, all, all the all the set pieces were there, and I was happy with them. Uh, they made Luis into more of a character, and I really liked his arc. Um, yeah, uh, pretty fun. I mean, uh, like not my favorite of modern. I, I think Resident Evil Two Remake is still my highest, my high bar mm. for them recently. It's but. just amazing that they made they remade the most remade game, and <laughs> it was yeah. good. Like, yeah, I'm really fucking pissed off that the only one they phoned in is my favorite one, which is Resident yeah. Evil Three. Yeah, that's a bummer. It, which was, was really good, but it was just like you could yeah. tell there was like, okay, this is gonna be the off year. We'll do Resident Evil Three remake. Yeah, that's the it's one that so we were working on. Village. The that's the one, time, that's the one we don't yeah. have to try on is Resident Evil Three remake. And I'm like, you sons of bitches! I know you did that the first time, but it mm-hmm. accidentally became my favorite <laughs> one. 
but uh, that that was that was a high mark. I didn't. I want to replay it. I they, I know they added like the uh, the Ada separate, story separate in. Ways, yep. uh, the the Ada campaign is mercenaries in the game yet or no? I don't know. It, it wasn't when the game came DLC. out. Yeah, it is. Okay, um, I, I can't wait to try it out. The second big game for me this year, um, I did play Zelda, but I think mm-hmm. we'll all talk about that later, maybe. Um, one that one that I played that nobody else did. Uh, I played the remake of the original System Shock this year. Oh yeah, uh, and that was super fun. Um, the original System Shock is basically impossible to play uh, if you didn't uh, use a computer in the nineties. It doesn't have mouse look by default, <laughs> so you have to use the keys to move around, Yo. and you drag and drop things from the UI into the game world. You've got four <laughs> different lean keys. In oh, in no. There's an upgrade you get that um, is literally eyes in the back of your head because it takes too long to turn around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's IRL sentence. It is a level of archaic that is too far for me, even someone who enjoys playing old computer games. <laughs> Um, so this remake was really welcome, and it's been it's been uh, coming for a long. It's been in development for forever. I didn't even think it was going to come out. Uh, so it was a joy to see it. they like restarted development and a whole new engine. There's there a lot of stuff going. That's on. amazing. I figured that would have been like a fan made thing at this point. Can you repeat? Was it's... this System Shock? System Shock remake. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was talking to my brother. Um, it and it's it's pretty faithful. I mean, I only played like the first level of the original because I was just it was just too obtuse for me. Um, but uh, pretty much everything is there. It plays like a modern video game in a way that feels good and doesn't really detract from like the level design and the vision of the game. Uh, I play it on hard difficulty. It's one of those games where you get like Silent Hill 2 where you get a different difficulty oh, for puzzles the, and action. the puzzles and the action part of the game. Um, mm. I definitely want to replay this because there's an option for... Uh, not the combat difficulty, but there's an option that that puts it in a time limit on the entire mission. You have to beat the game within a time limit. Oh, cool! That's fun. Which seems real. I didn't want to do it on my first go, obviously, but um, that sounds really. It's like you have like four hours to beat the game or something. Oh, that's cool. But um, that's a cool way of doing it instead of making an achievement be beat the game in four hours. Yeah, like, yeah. there's a there's a difference there. And it it, the, it squares with all the narrative stuff because you're trying to stop Shodan from destroying the earth. Yeah. So it's like, oh, putting like a real urgency on that is neat. Um, this game still had a couple, like playing on hard difficulties may be a mistake, but I enjoyed how rigorous it was. It was a lot of safe loading, but it, it was also a lot of like ducking in and out of corners to try and shoot this guy before he instantly killed me. And a lot of enemies that just respawn as soon as you kill them. <laughs> Mm. A lot of stuff that felt very retro in a way that was good. I'm glad they didn't smooth those edges over, even if I was frustrated <laughs> for mm. some of it. Mm. Um, but this game looks really fucking good. It it uh, plays pretty well. It plays like a shooter sh- probably should, uh, but it doesn't feel uh, <laughs> it doesn't feel like Doom, which is mm. good. Um, there's I was shocked to see that there isn't really a ton of RPG in this one. System Shock Two kind of added a lot of the upgrades and stuff. This one is a lot more explore, collect, shoot, read emails, enter key codes, which I was all, you know, I'm down for that. That's a fucking catnip for me. Um, but uh, yeah, System Shock Remake. Mm-hmm. Good game. Nice. Uh, I've been thinking, like, like I have always had on, on my back burner is play a bunch of old PC games and, and the System mm-hmm. Shocks have been on yeah. it. I ju- right when we were starting out this podcast, I did System Shock 2. And it was so good. That game was. It's, it's really a, that game time. is. I'm glad two is still pretty playable. Like that game is about as playable as Deus Ex, I think. Also, it's got a bumping soundtrack. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. It's, 
Yeah, I was. Um, I have a very vivid memory of my first time playing System Shock Two, mm -hmm. where I was like not totally vibing with it, but the second you get out onto the medical floor and yeah. the, the, the soundtrack kicked oh in, I'm like, oh, God. this game's for me, buddy. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, my vivid memories, I'm like, all right, it's we're. Uh, this is back when we were Cam and I were both at our parents' house, and I'm like, okay, uh, we're gonna we're gonna record in a couple of hours. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay on my bed with my laptop and I'm gonna finish System Shock Two. And the very last cutscene in System Shock 2 spins around to reveal the model of your player character, something that you would never were never able to see the entire game. And also reveals that he has an incredibly thick Brooklyn accent. Uh, nah. Nah. He says one word. And, the stupidest thing ever, but it's uh, so yeah. charming and good. Uh, yes, and if that happened in any game, it would like skyrocket in my mind. <laughs> yeah, at the end of but, any game. But, but, but already, I was like on this game side. I had a, I had a really good time, and I thought it was great. And uh, then... You reveal that I have been playing as this insane-looking weirdo this whole time. It's average I Joe the whole time. I have to like wonder if somebody's done like a camera break to see if the model is there the entire <laughs> yeah. time, or if they only put it there for that cutscene. Just the cutscene, yeah, probably. I, I don't know. Um, um, I so I, I have a couple. I I played Redfall. It was pretty disappointing. I'm probably gonna go back to oh. it at some point. I um, hope Arcane learns their lesson. I think this is that was the really, Left for Dead thing. Yeah, it was there. You're in a town and you have to fight vampires. Yeah. Game. It was very clearly made for co-op in a it's way that Arcane's felt. Arcane's the division. It felt pretty bad to play solo because you're only playing one fourth of the powers. Where I, where I kept uh. seeing things that the other characters could use, but I couldn't <laughs> switch to them because I'm playing one character. That sucks. Um, it felt very built for co-op in a way that I wasn't super into, but I think they've added some stuff to it and patched over some of the performance stuff. So I'll circle back to it eventually. But um, I played uh, Microsoft, Microsoft Bethesda's Starfield wow. this year. Microsoft I've only played about 15 hours. You're so Starfield's biggest fan, I've heard. Right? <laughs> I, I love it. I, I really, I'm going to finish it at some point, but it was pretty much everything I wanted out of mm -hmm. uh, Elder Scrolls but space. Um, and to some people that sounds like poison, but to me, I'm like, yes, please. Thank you. Mm. Um, I had a lot of fun with Skyrim when it came out. I played, I probably played like 200 hours of Skyrim across all the versions I own. Did you build a spaceship um, into a crude shape? <laughs> I didn't mess with much of the, I, I only played about 15 hours. So I, I basically was just like mainlining the quests, uh, and all the side quests, of course, I'm not going to touch this main story yet. Yeah, Alex um, started playing this, said he would play Baldur's Gate with me, and then immediately wait, started you, doing Pokemon. You, you said you started playing Baldur's Gate, and I'm like, okay, I guess we won't play together. So. I said we'll still play together, <laughs> but you were playing Starfield. Nope. Um, I was like, well, he's going to play that for 200 hours, and then you played didn't. You played Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do want to finish this game. It's it's like the number one game I want to circle back to. Mm -hmm. um, it's... Uh, I think the new innovation is that you can just do a load screen instead of walking across planets, mm. uh, and that's really good. <laughs> take uh, take out the planet exploration. Yeah, yep. It reminds me of almost Phoenix Wright, where he's just like go from location to location to whoever whoever's there to talk to. It's, yeah. It, this game is kind of a UI nightmare, and I bet you that they've already done mods to like streamline this a little bit. Um, but once I figured out that you can go from uh, oh, I, okay, I have my quest marker. I have my quest list. I go into my quest tab. It says, oh, go to this planet. You can just press like X on that prompt to fast travel right to that planet. <laughs> I'm like, That's oh, good. Excellent. That's it, like, 
intuitive to the point of taking out and, the game. Like, and, you're taking yeah. out <laughs> gameplay. And, well, th there is, like, ship flying and ship combat in this game, but you don't ever really, like, fly from A to B, mm -hmm. which is something I think people were disappointed by, but I'm not the, really the, interested people in. People want Star Citizen, and that game will never come out. Yeah, right. people just assume that any game, open world game that takes place in space, you should be able to fly from planet to planet, which is, yeah. in my opinion, kind of stupid. Like, I mean, I'm, you I'm don't for giving do people that. the option, but not making people. Yeah, do I think as we know from uh, Outer Wilds, it can be done if you crunch the game down to uh, yeah, one bajillion yeah. the size and, of the And that No yeah. Man's Sky does it in a cool way, too, where you're... They shrink the amount of space and they add fast travel into it, but it still feels like you flew instead of like you flew to a certain point, looked yeah, at a loading I'm screen, and then... I'm going into a menu and warping to a different map. Yeah, you're which doing... isn't some people's idea of a space game, but to me, someone who doesn't really like or kind of just tolerates open world games at best, uh -huh. this is like my fucking dream. Because it's just like, let me just go to the city. Like, I just... It's like playing, a Sky, playing Skyrim and being able to warp from like solitude to winterhold or what just being like okay i'm going i have a quest in this town i'm gonna go to the other town right away it'll it two seconds i'm like oh yeah excellent. i think i think i do get why you liked it and just being able to do all the quests and like you'd still it's all still design so it's like oh the city on mars feels different from this from new atlantis like the big shiny hub um so like you, you're still getting that contrast. It's just that you're all you're in completely designed space the whole time. You can see that someone built this instead of just going over a procedurally generated mountain that you're oh, not yeah. sure you're be able you're gonna be able to climb. You can climb it. There's just nothing interesting on it. <laughs> There's absolutely nothing on it at all. But I I got a lot out of Starfield. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I still have to circle back to it, and I'm like super stoked if they decide to add, you know do dlc or add anything else to this i i've heard the story is neat and goes places but i haven't seen any of the main quests yet <laughs> all right That's, that seems only natural for a game like this uh i think all right i also all right if, if i'm gonna give you my game of the year i want to oh hear wow this is a controversial play uh oh uh, this is a game i don't really like oh <laughs> <laughs> it's controversial to you <laughs> Um, the the two DLCs for the most recent Pokemon game came out this year, oh, yeah. and I have thoughts. All right, so <laughs> wow. it's the, uh, so your game of the year is Pokemon the game Scarlet I have the, and Violet. The most time spent in this year. Jesus Christ! Now this is because the, they let you go back is to Nintendo, Nintendo right? paying you. Um, You're being sponsored? The, the new DLC that just came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to start at square week. one for me because so, I do not know what game this is. Or what Pokemon Scarlet and Violet came out last year. Uh, you get to explore open world Spain that doesn't really look like Spain. Um, okay. It's... It's quite fun because there are just Pokemon everywhere, and you're like, hey, I don't have that guy. I'm going to go catch him. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of... It, I, it's the only one of these games I've ever filled the Pokedex out on because it's just so effortless to go... Uh, I know this guy's right here. I'm going to go throw a Pokeball at him. Mm -hmm. um, I see him already. Yeah, and I don't yeah. have... I know I don't have that one. Yeah, yeah that, that does take the frustration out of catching them all. Yeah, yeah, I never wanted to go search the route for the 1% encounter, but if the 1% encounter is right in front of me and I see him, I'm going to go catch that guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially if it's like, oh, I, that's that's a rare guy. I've not seen yeah. that guy before. Um, the DLCs don't... They add added like four new Pokemon each, but it's mostly just like filling the roster back out because it's like oh there are a thousand of these now and we don't have them all in every we're game. not going to put all 1000 pokemon in every game which yes. i understand yes. but sometimes it is a bummer yeah. Yeah. yeah so 
if your favorite is Tentacruel, he might not be. They just got him. He's back now. He's back. (laughs) Great news, listener. Here's a weird problem to have if you are the Pokemon company or Game Freak, I suppose. Why would they add back Tentacruel? So, so, yeah, the, the weird problem is, like, you make a Pokemon game, and if you were to put all 1,020 Pokemon in this game, then every step has to have a new Pokemon in it because you can't fill the amount of areas in the game with a thousand Pokemon. Yeah, or your percentage to get any number of them is going to be very low. Yeah. yeah. You have to go to this specific spot or yeah. it'll just get more specific. But, yeah. yeah, so I I got a lot out of the original game and definitely talked about it on our Game of the Year roundup last year. Um, this year, they added two new DLCs, which they've been doing for a couple of years now instead of releasing a third version that you have to pay full price for. You spend $30 on to, to like thirds of a game, maybe like quarters of a game. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know which which way. I, I think I, I like doing the third version just because I, I grew up with but that. But then you gotta start all you, over. You do right? have to play it over, and the yeah. story is usually not different enough to be worth it. It's just because that that just seems like the way to me. Yeah. It's unique. Um, yeah. yeah, but um, this way is probably yeah. better. The oh. first of the DLCs is called the Teal Mask. And it sends you to a land called Kitakami, which I thought they were done doing Japanese stuff, but they, they, no, it's like, Japan, oh, this is a Japanese island Japan again. Japan has to shove Japanese stuff in everything. <laughs> no. Can you imagine cool. if Americans were annoying about that? Oh. Mm-hmm. That would be really bad. All uh, our then, movies have China in them, though. <laughs> <laughs> and this, the story to this one really sucks, uh, so I'm not going to talk about it that much. Uh, but uh, they added a bunch of, um, a bunch of uh, old guys back that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, the new guys that they added were kind of neat, um, but like didn't really move the needle competitively, or they weren't like super good. Now you're just happy that Toxapex fell from grace, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it took a, this that, long. That is a joke for George. George, if you're listening, mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> uh, the second DLC, which just came out, um, is called the Indigo Disc, and uh, the story is also not that interesting. But what is interesting for the two people on here who don't give a shit about this, Cam and Seb, is that you go back to Unova, and you're going to Pokemon America again, and it's their school. Is that black and white? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cool. It, and so I, it, it feels like a real nostalgia grab, and in a way that, like, uh, of course they're going to make remakes to these games soon. They must, if they're doing this yeah, much. Yeah, they have assets in it already. Well, it's not... It's when not, did Black and White come out? What year was that? 2015? 2010? Yes. Holy yeah. shit. That wow, was the that's last crazy. one that was for oh, the original DS. DS. To make a remake. Yes, yeah, so you're not going the... back to any of the locations from Black and White, but it is, it is a place that exists in that region. It they can't like even a... call it Black and White 2. Yeah. They already <laughs> did that. They'd have well, to call it Gray and Gray. They're going to call it Ebony and Ivory. But the, the I guess. The neat thing about the open world in this one it is it's like a uh, like a biodome, like a terrarium. So it is like four completely different sets of like biomes, right? biomes all next to each other in like a grid. So you like oh the ice zone is right there. So you can go from the savanna to the ice zone in two seconds. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like a kind of a microcosm of the whole world hmm. of like the main game. Um, and uh, this one added uh, so. The, one of the gimmicks with Scarlet and Violet in general is that uh, they have past and future versions of existing Pokemon. It's like one of the main gimmicks of the game. They, in this one, they added, uh, in Scarlet, mm-hmm. they added uh, past primal versions of the legendary dogs from Generation 2. Mm-hmm. And they all look super fucking cool. 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool! I didn't see those. Yeah, so you yeah, get, like, cool thing to add. Good. That's a nostalgia grab that works yep. on me. So you I get like the, guys, I yeah. think the Raikou is the coolest design. He's got like a big long giraffe neck, yeah, and he's oh, like his good. head is through a he's, storm yeah, cloud. His head is so tall that he's literally got his head in the clouds. It's a storm what cloud. The fuck? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. <laughs> so they so the past versions of these Pokemon all kind of look like dinosaurs. Um, but they're all, they oh, all okay. also look all like right. they evoke a Pokemon you are. He already know. looked like a saber-toothed tiger a little bit. So why did he turn into a, like a brontosaurus? Yeah. Well, Nick, Nick's pulling it up right. right now. All right. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> Raging wait, wait, wait until you see what Entei looks like. Yeah. yeah can so you just show me all those real quick? That is... I like that they're willing to go get a little crazier with them. So yeah, and the, the fun thing about this like gimmick is that they're not that Pokemon because they're like a previous Yo, version of that. So like you can yes. still get a Raikou and he's not that guy. That's uh-huh. really cool. So you can use them like side by side if you want. You can do theme teams and stuff. Like there's <laughs> three Raikus. versions of Don Fan now. <laughs> so you can go crazy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but um, I've been back into Pokemon in a big way. I, it hasn't really bled through in the podcast that much, but um, it has basically been all, all I've been doing for a while. Mostly the old games, but... Do you want um, to give a one sentence of what you've been doing lately? Because this has been like your past four months of gaming. Is like uh, I've been doing a the Ribbon Master Challenge where you start in Generation 3 and you get every ribbon possible on one Pokemon. <laughs> I'm almost done with Generation 4 right now, but um, I've been getting yeah. into a lot of like RNG oh, manipulation and really, really nitty-gritty, nerdy, in-the-weeds Pokemon stuff. Uh, and it has been super fun. Um, and a lot of the guys that have been brought back in these DLCs have been the inspiration for me to do this because now I can bring them all the way forward. Yeah, that's uh, wild that you can do that. Yep. All the way from, yeah, Walking Wake <laughs> is my favorite. That, that mm-hmm. sweet good design. That's crazy. It's so cool. It's really good. It's a different animal. And the yeah. future versions in the other DLC, the other version, because the, these are version exclusive. Uh, Violet has all the future versions, and they don't look as good, I think, but some of them are cool. Yeah. They look like Porygon Z. They're all yeah. like metal. Yeah. yeah. They look like weird robo versions. Very interesting. <laughs> Animals uh, will just become yeah, I, robots. Begrudgingly, I, I, don't, I don't think either of these DLCs were very good. Uh, but they but enhanced what was good. They have been the yeah. source. Pokemon as a franchise has been the source of most of my gaming joy this yeah. year. <laughs> and so. it, it, the collecting them all and the battling both got better in certain ways in these DLCs. Yeah. Yeah. So I can definitely see where that comes from. We are going to take a, a brief break for our health and we're going to come back with yeah, seven I like I took games too long. Oh, year. break. <laughs> Continue to do what I have always done. When you said you were seeking strength, despite having no real need to do so, honestly, I thought you were a complete idiot. Masters, it was set up. 
I'm not nearly strong enough to chase after a monster like that. It's probably worth looking into this nice shawl business. He attempted to set the world under his heel through violence. A veritable madman. When you go looking for strength, it's not like a game. This journey doesn't have a real ending. I'm making a Okay, so so your Plex I'll server, out, uh, right? Okay. Well, I just meant taste taste wise, because oh, no, like dairy, no, dairy, no, and uh, sometimes you have another computer that's your Plex server. Yeah, it so might it, even be in this very room. So. Yes, <laughs> it's over there. Yeah, yes. yeah. Like, you checked every other corner first. Yeah, I was like, wait, wait, it's not over here. Where is it again? Because I, I remember it being next to the um, TV console at, at the old yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. But. Uh, if you got your IP address, your outgoing IP address Ooh. to that, we might be able to just go into it and going I don't know like, how that works. I, I think like you Michael might have Douglas to like have like a back end. You have to put on your VR. There's a point where he almost falls down a virtual cliff and then they cut to him outside of it and you're like, well, wait a minute. What would happen so, if he did that? What <laughs> so was the danger? There was forward. no danger, yeah. right? He would have been fine because he's not in there. No. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to the Please Leave Don't that is. Your Life Depends On It Game of the Year 2023. It, as it turns out, some really fucking good games came out this year. Wow. And, Seb, I want to hear uh, what you thought of some of them. I want to hear what some of your uh, favorites were this year before you work up to Duh Number One, which we know what it is. Duh Number One. Duh Number One. Um, <laughs> so my, my, the games I played this year were mostly just games that we did for the podcast. Mm -hmm. Which um, we did do, like, a decent amount. Hi-Fi Rush, uh, yep. we did um, Pizza Tower, mm -hmm. we did Oxenfree 2, yep. we did Amnesia the Bunker. Mm -hmm. yeah. All games that came out this year that we played for the show. We did Street Fighter 6 Sleeper. as well. Yeah, Street Fighter 6. We didn't do an episode on Pikmin 4 as I've been made aware of. Apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listeners, feel free to prove us wrong. Not guests leaving you. We all just <laughs> Allegedly, we never <laughs> talked about it in person. Um, but so my, um, I felt like I, pl I played a lot of video games this year, but I played a lot of video game <laughs> singular. Um, so each of the games that I really got into, I played for way too long. Yeah. Um, so the ones that weren't for the podcast that I played were mostly WoW at the very beginning of the year. And then I played some House Flipper because I was oh. bored and I didn't want anything to think about. Um, and then I played a whole lot of Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, and this is my runner up. Uh, we did an episode about it, as I, I totally forgot we did. But now so all we of don't us have, have to finish the game. So that's, uh, yeah. so, and, and we have some distance from it, which is important when you're talking about something so huge like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it, 
Um, I won't go too too deep into it, um, just well, because we already did. Yeah, I won't go too deep, Let's but we did do an episode about right. it. Um, so this game really, really, really caught me way, 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 way more than Breath of the Wild did. As as I said on the previous one, probably um, mm-hmm. the previous episode, uh, because it really it brought back some dungeon stuff. Um, which is what I really missed from the the uh, Breath of the Wild. Tamed zones. Yeah. Um, it brought back some Zelda, some some classic Zelda things in the dungeons, but then it also still had your little mini things, and I was like, yeah, yeah, one more of that. Um, and then it totally just like surprised, I think, everybody by having that whole underground thing going The depth, on. yeah. They is... didn't advertise that, really. Yeah, they're like, uh, okay, there's the ground and the sky. Isn't that crazy? You've got, like, two overworlds, and then they're yeah, like, oh, like, yeah, that's Just cool. kidding. There's three. Yeah, and then you fall into the ground, and you're like, what the fuck is this? And um, that one's far more, in my opinion, far more interesting than mm-hmm. the sky. Yeah, or, you can't see anything. Or you're maybe the really land. Trying, yeah. You could uh, build a whole game out of the underground mechanics. Yeah. Cheers the kingdom. It is its own little You could. They, little didn't, they didn't, but you could. Yeah. I yeah. yeah, I... I <laughs> I would like that actually. I mean, so I said something about this, I think, in the Discord, mm-hmm. which is a lot of the games I played are about filling in maps, mm-hmm. um, or a big component is filling in a map, and I like to do that. What I remember, um, even before they put achievements in WoW, and one of the achievements is to fill in your whole map um, for each expansion that comes out. Um, even before they put that in, I was like, I'm going to fill in the whole fucking map. Um, and I would go in, I'm a level fucking 40. Cartographer over here. Yeah, yeah, mm. that, that was the, the achievement was like cartographer of blah da blah da da. Um, and so I, I would go into like a level fucking 60 zone as a level 40, get chased by a goddamn T-Rex. Snaking all the enemies <laughs> behind you. Yeah, so that, <laughs> just so I could have my map. A decoy that's other players running yeah. through and looting the whole area. Um... But yeah, so Pikmin 4, you, you're you trying to explore and fill your in your whole map. I yep. just like to explore. That's, um, that's also on brand for that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, Zelda, you explore and fill in your whole map. You and I was three just give you three maps. Yeah, you got three oh. maps you got to fill in in Zelda. <laughs> so I did that, and I did all the quests that I could. I did almost like everything. Did you get that all I the could. hearts and everything? All the shrines? Yes. In this one? Yeah, wow. I got all the shrines. I got Wow, all holy the, shit. Roots, I was got. it more or like? Did you do all the shrines in Breath of the Wild or no? I did. Okay. Yeah. Was it better or worse doing all the shrines in this one? Um. I felt like the shrines on average were better in the new one. I, I like them in this one. The powers are better in this. Yeah, one. the powers in this one are better because they just like I, I think in the first one they were trying to break open the formula for Zelda, which is you get your new thing, you can do more stuff, then you go back around and you do the mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and then Breath of the Wild is what they can go start. Yeah, but in this one, like they really are just like, here's your like couple of tools, and you can do literally anything with them. Whereas in the last one, it was like, all right, you got ice, you got magnets, ice. you got yeah, flavors of bomb. How can you yeah, forget bomb is two of them. Yeah, and whereas this this was, I I definitely think we talked about this on the episode, but this was like my number one wish list item for the new Zelda game. Was like, oh okay, I think I thought stasis was a really cool power in Breath of the Wild. Like that was the only one that was really and it's interesting still and impressive. so limited. Right. Honestly, like, I, I was like, if they add even one more power as as cool as that this game will be better yeah this and one had the then, rewind yeah and then they added like three abilities that are about as versatile as stasis yeah. and took away 
stasis and yeah, and rewind, huge. right? Because like it takes a or lot to too. have a game that like completely like demolishes a chunk of the planet Earth when it comes out, and then to be like, well, we're not including every single little thing that was in the previous game. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, like people it get made so, it better. People got yeah, yeah exactly. definitely did. People got so attached to. Uh, stasis and magnesis and that shit and being able to have bombs at all times even though they didn't do any damage and they kind of sucked yep. um, like people got so attached to that stuff and to then go like no you have new powers in this one and one of them which doesn't sound all that great is just being able to jump through ceilings actually it's holy incredible. shit God, I, for, it's a, so for a while cool. I thought that I or I forgot that I had that. Yeah. And, and like I'd be like oh, playing wow. at my parents' house. I don't want to get out of this yeah, game. I'd, I'd be at like my parents' house and my brother had the ceiling. Yeah, come my, parent, the floor my, my brother hadn't played the game and I was like, damn, I, I don't know how to get out of here. I, I'm so stuck. Where and my brother was just like, what about the go through the floor power? And I was like, oh what, yeah. Because it's so like you don't think you can do that in a video game. Even yeah. if the video game told you, you forget immediately because you're like, you can't do that. You can't in a video do that. Game. It feels like yeah, it feels like it sidesteps a lot of the uh, like the balance of the game. Yeah, like, it seems like it was a debug so tool. That especially like, Breath of the Wild is so built around you managing your stamina to climb up things, being able to just immediately shoot it's to the top of something. Incredible. Feels like cheating. So <laughs> they added go up through ceiling. If if and when they do DLC, will they add go down through four? Mm, I, would I think that. it's a no-brainer. I think that. But does it not add enough? I don't think that actually adds very. Is much. it useful at all? Yeah. No. <laughs> well, the thing is, I, you would. Will have it to... not be the game because it's bad? I want to go forward through <laughs> so, all. How about that? The, the thing is, <laughs> also possible. I think it's easier to know that you can go up through ceiling than that you can yeah, go you, down. Yeah, there's no the way to know what's beneath you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So you would have to guess and have most of the time you would not. Be I able still to do think it. they're going to add it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I know that this game added a lot of stuff for the like like sicko, I want to build a robot crowd and it is cool yes. to see all that the stuff on Twitter clips and stuff. So but cool. like my favorite thing about the building I think is just uh, like given, like going into a shrine and taking the tools that they give you, and just trying to make the most jank solution possible. Making out of them. the worst bridge ever made. Right. Of. Yeah. I, like, there's a, a lot of joy Alex to that. Rules, worst bridge ever. Ask to leave Hyrule. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like, like a it's ball, not... a sword. A <laughs> Do you think the absolute hardest way you can because <laughs> you didn't realize that was easier? I'm than not that. really the like make your own fun kind of guy in games. I can do it sometimes, but I like. I liked to be given a challenge and being like, okay, how how much can I half-ass this and still solve it? Yeah. Like, and they they deliver, buddy. <laughs> I, I know I said it on the app, but I was, I seem like the target audience for build a car in Zelda, but I had no desire to build I a car that, or a plane. I always did the simplest thing possible. I think it's part of the like lack, like I don't want to say lack of direction because they do give you things to do, but there's like. If there was a goal, if there was a point A to B, I would build a car to get there. Mm-hmm. But just out in the open world, I'm just going to go fly. Yeah, every time I <laughs> yeah. built a car, I drove it five feet and I found something I wanted to do that didn't, that you can't use the car to do. Yeah. It's just like, I, I don't want to do that. I become a weird wilderness guy when I'm playing Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom where I'm like, ah, just me and the elements. Yeah, time, I'd time, rather like, walk. Uh, yeah, like, I'll, time, time to walk. Like, I'll, I'll go up to a cliff and I'll... Paraglide down, and I'm like, yes, uh, enjoying, enjoying the, the the scenery and all that. In a way that I am not in any other game, uh, I was just really kind of enjoying 
walking or riding a horse, two things that are not efficient in this game and have you know, many ways to get around. The horses are so bad. They, they still haven't so figured bad. that out. It's so sweet. Right? The, the only good horse is like Zelda's horse. If, if you do the mini quest to get Zelda's horse, yeah. that, that, that is fun. the only like good horse. Um, one more, yeah. one more like game design tidbit that I thought really elevated this over Breath of the Wild. Um, a lot of people, I think, were upset. I imagine were upset that they didn't fix the durability system. But the one of the ways that they addressed it that I really liked is with like weapon fusion. The fact that you yeah. can just take a shitty stick or like the worst weapon you can pick up and make it good by just attaching your high-level monster parts to it. And those monster like, parts aren't like easily gained too. Yeah, you have like to it kill adds a level of... to get the I'm powerful stuff on to the fuse. Side of the yeah. System, so I liked that they doubled down on it. I, I like that it just wasn't as limiting. Like yeah. in Breath yeah. of the Wild, I didn't want to fight things because I wanted to save my good weapons. Exactly. What, the first one it was annoying. And this one I'm like, like, yeah, you cool. You might expend yeah. your precious breath. Like, yes. what, what are you gonna do? I just in, wish there was a reason to use one weapon as opposed to another. Yeah, that, that's my issue. It's like I don't care about these because they're the. Yeah, negligible. I like that my good weapons were infinite in my inventory because I just had like 85 Bacoblin horns. Yeah. So it really didn't matter. Now what this vehicle. is the best sword in the game. Now yeah. I've made it. <laughs> it didn't that. matter what uh, stick I attached this horn to. It, now it has like 40 attack rating. Mm -hmm. I still think Skyward Sword was the closest to getting it right, of having different weapons that felt different, but. And like shields that felt different, but they added the durability thing. And like I think there's some Skyward Sword. Yeah, Skyward Sword yeah, had different shields and stuff. Controversial opinion. I know it's it's it, it. I just liked having different. Like maybe I need to just play Majora's Mask because I think Majora's that just has like that in it. So yeah, there are two swords at least. Yeah, I you know, <laughs> yeah. two the swords. Sword and the razor sword and stuff like that. Yeah. And like having different masks that do different things to get you out of it. Like, yeah. It's kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum from this game. Seb, do you think this is going to stand the test of time for you? Are you going to be thinking back to your 100 hours with this game and thinking, like, man, what a good fucking Zelda game? What a good yeah. time? Yeah, the fact that I'm still thinking about it, like, several months later. Yeah, we've got some distance Definitely says so, yeah. Because I, I stopped playing that in. Like, I don't know, July? and then It only lasted went, two months for I don't me. Think, yeah. Yeah. Because we did an episode on this when we were all still playing it, I don't mm -hmm. think we talked about this, like, story or, like, how any yeah. of the plot resolves. Okay. So, I don't know if oh, we, yeah. If you, yeah, that's that, true. If you play the game that 500 million people played, Legend of Zelda Tears <laughs> I, of the Kingdom, I, yeah. go and play 70 hours of it Spoilers now and come back for... here. I thought some of those choices were interesting, so I thought it might be worth yeah, talking where about. Where but... they put... The master sword in this game. It's cool. Mwah, it's that cool. is yeah. like that you is guys you hadn't cool fucking moment. found it when we did the episode. Like I'm remembering this now, and I was like, guys, you need to find the. Yeah, I was a little disappointed because I, I, I think if you do the memories, they point it to you better. Mm -hmm. But if you just go to the Deku tree, he just tells you where it is, and you oh. just go there and yeah, you're like, I, huh, I, it's I did a the dragon. memories first because <laughs> I wanted to find the shit on the map. Well, yeah. Even then, they yeah. don't quite give it away. They say it's at this location. And then it's, but it's well, the location's then, moving around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then so you, you go to the dragon, but you don't have the context that that's Zelda unless right, you Right, but memory. that's also yeah. kind of a cool moment because yeah. then you, you get to the dragon, you pull the master sword out of its head, and you're like, huh, I wonder what that was about. And then later you find out like, oh shit. Yeah. No, well, the tears because, of the kingdom well, were hers. We all had different yeah. experiences with it yeah. because we interact with those events in a different order. Yeah. And yeah. It's, yeah. that's cool. That's well, good. yeah, because I did the memories first and the last memory you get shows you Zelda taking the sword and turning into the dragon. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, that dragon 
that's Zelda and she's got the sword. Yeah. So I was immediately like, you I probably have to find did her. it. Well, you the... see oh, wait, her. No. She, yeah, she actually okay. starts showing up and, and um, like she shows up right above you when mm-hmm. you get that memory. And mm-hmm. I was like, shit, I got to get up there. But I couldn't, I didn't have enough um, uh, stamina. Mm-hmm. So I need to get more stamina. And then, then it was a hunt to find her. And then anytime I saw her, like, like just running around the world, yeah, I was like, I gotta, get up. I gotta go, I gotta go up. Put on the, uh, the back burner. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was super funny. I, I don't know if this pops up for everybody, if it was like, like a quest flagging thing, but when you're, when you do like the final dungeon with the like construct lady, mm-hmm. um, at some point in there, you Hero. get the quest to go get the master sword, yeah, and it's yeah. like, yeah, I've had it for twenty yeah. hours. And she's yeah. like, wait, you have it already? And you're like, yep. <laughs> that, yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> also, that boss was a big highlight for me too. When you're the uh, oh, like, you you're gonna the do the fight lady, club, yeah. and then they have like a little electrified ring for you mm-hmm. to fight the other robot in. Yeah. The bosses were sick in this guy, game. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, the bosses were kind of good. Um, I really like the Rito one. The is one, that one the, the snake falling through the sky? Yep. Yeah, and yeah, you have yeah. to burst through the mirror yeah. plates yep. and stuff. It's, yeah, that, that rock. Cool because you can use arrows or you can dive through. Yeah, I, I yeah. beat that boss and I swear to God, sixty seconds. Like, yeah, that, you can really crush it's, that boss. It's easy, but it's really satisfying. Yeah. I did that dungeon before where I had like a weapon so to satisfying. my name. Truly, really, so I, I, I was so happy you didn't need to attack it with a sword at all. Oh, <laughs> I was like so happy. With I don't that. have one. I will say. So I think another thing that didn't catch me about Breath of the Wild. was it didn't do very much with the lore of the story and i think we talked about this on the um Uh, episode about tears of the kingdom which is where i accept that legend of the of zelda is a legend and everything changes and there is no real lore shut up nintendo (laughs) the games are not connected yeah um, yes they are but i love the the theory crafting and i love the lore links cross pro training yeah. <laughs> when you get a perfect score, they that actually give you a teaser. For a period of yeah. time, Link owned a train and he operated it to save the Hyrule Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, this one adds so much lore. It adds the Zonai, it adds like the underground, it adds like so much shit. And then my my little like lore theory crafting brain was just running wild the entire Something time. Something I find very amusing about it that I believe I did bring up on our Tears of the Kingdom episode is that this game straight up ignores most of Breath of the Wild. Like, yeah. like, obviously, Breath of the Wild happened, but... It's the uh, same world, yeah, but... Uh... They don't bring up Calamity Ganon by name. They don't... Like, all the Sheikah technology, they threw it in the bin. Well, it's uh, been 100 years or something, right? No, it's been no. six years six since years? Breath of the Wild oh. happened. They got I thought a, it was they like got a really good amount of time. cleaning lady to yeah. take care no, of No, Breath of the Wild had been 100 years since the calamity happened oh okay All and right. then you rescue zelda and now it's this and, and in this one, really so rebuilding. speaking of Link rescuing zelda, zelda. Live in the same house and sleep in the same bed but uh <laughs> and that's like the biggest change that's happened since, yeah. since last but time. but but speaking of uh rescuing zelda uh-huh. the, like instead of like all the other games it's like you gotta rescue uh, zelda yeah. you gotta rescue zelda's a fucking drag she turned herself into a fucking dragon she in the past the only to way to power get up she went into the past sword. and she turned into a fucking dragon that's insane oh. and i i love that that's, yeah. that's so I love that cool. time sink that like the the cost of time that she does of like you'll become yeah, a dragon I, but you can power up the master sword yeah. to the, make the, it cooler. I think yeah. the story definitely was an improvement even if I was like there were a couple of those memories that I was into but a lot of them I'm like oh okay they're just gotta, really got to fill out this Demon. story. Oh yeah. Secret oh, stone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I never need to hear a secret Some stone Some of that stuff again. is like I, I think it's maybe a consequence of the way that they told the story mm-hmm. because you can pick th- those up in any order and they just want to be able to give you redundant information 
because it could be the first one that you pick up. Yeah. But if you yeah. were to watch all of those at once back to back, I feel like you could watch Agonizing. the first one and the last one and get all yeah, the information. Yeah, I do wish each of them you, gave you some more information. Can like kills a character Although in the middle and it doesn't matter at all. Really good one that is like the one that Cam's talking about where they reveal because if you do the the newspaper side quest, which is one of my favorite yeah. parts of the game, I didn't yeah. finish that the whole people one, are that seeing cool. Zelda yeah. all yeah. over the place, and there is a story cutscene towards the beginning where you see her as well. Yeah, and that's Ganon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Ganon it's, do having it, a laugh, doing a bit. Bad and, and you learn that he, he It's also the Yiga like, clan like yeah. half the time too mm-hmm. though, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh so you learn that in one of the memories in a fun way. And so then if you're but if you learn that too early and you're playing the uh the newspaper quest where everyone's like, Hey, I saw Zelda, she's over there, she told me to do something evil. <laughs> yeah. And you're like oh. and instead of being like, Why would Zelda say that? You're like, Oh, okay, got it. It's also really because I did the memories so early. Everyone's like, I saw Zelda. I was like, No, you didn't. No, you didn't. (laughs) It's also really an awesome trick that this game does of just putting Zelda's character model like in the open world sometimes. Oh yeah, and you're like. Wait a minute. You know you're not supposed to see <laughs> the that. The game's over, right? Dust off my yeah. hands, found Zelda, put it in the In the back of your mind, you know you're not just supposed to see Zelda around. Yeah. I, I think this game was, was such an improvement in a way that I kind of didn't expect. I, I don't know why. Yeah. No, I didn't expect it either. It well, kind of blindsided our, me. In our minds, we're like, oh, Breath of the Wild was such an obvious... They could have just expressed that they don't have to do anything. There were some laurels here, but definitely not as many as I thought, Yeah, for sure. Uh, so do you think this is going to stand the test of time set for sure? Yeah, for me, yeah. All right, definitely. that's what I wanted to hear. It, definitely more than Breath of the Wild. Now I want to hear, what is your game of a day year? What? My game of a day year <laughs> is Baldur's Gate 3. Wow. Whoa, um, never heard of it. Which I believe won one game of the year for uh, the Game Awards, yeah, which huge, nobody cares huge about. W. That shit. Yep. I mean, Thank God. Now uh, they can put yeah, that no, in the real, box. Real actual W. Western RPGs back on top. We love yeah. Larian Studios. Love CRPG. Um... So Baldur's Gate, uh, this as a series, started in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, two games in the 90s. Yeah, and everybody waited it. for over 20 years for a third one to come out. And it was passed around, I think, to different studios. Yes, we had been hearing for a while that this game was in development in a way that is, like, ominous. You know, like, yeah. when you hear about it's, a game being It's coming. Like, Quit your like, job. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I, was, I was more like, this game is going to suck shit. Like, oh, that's, really? That's yeah, it, it, it was oh, going to okay. be, like, a Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, oh. kind of thing. Like, this game's been uh, in development hell for a really long time. But it was one of the, the miracles. Like... Doom 2016, like Deus Ex Human Revolution, where it's like, people have, this this sequel to a long-beloved <laughs> PC game that has chewed through developers like tissue yeah. paper. It finally and, landed on some people who like had enough care yeah. and enough love for this It was right. the perfect franchise. studio for it because they'd been, mm-hmm. you know, Not taking from that shit. they afford to take shit. their time because they made Divinity Original Sin money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but... Uh, they that have, was the thing that they did yeah, was this type have, of they game. They have affection for this type of genre and this world and these characters, and they will treat it with both the reverence and the silliness that it deserves. Mm-hmm. Then uh, they understand. Yeah, Larian loves goofy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They they understand. This is me. I'm sorry for stepping on your toes a little bit, it's okay. but they understand that like a D and D campaign, you need to be able to goof off a little bit. Yeah. You need to be able to say, how much rope can I buy? Will that help me or, or hurt me? You know? Yeah, and while, while I say the, the game overall is serious, there is definitely a lot of goof you can do. Uh-huh. You can, um, you know, you're like, oh, it doesn't cost an action for me to pick up and throw my party members, so I'm going to use them all as projectiles. <laughs> um, it's optimal. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, is how efficient friends work. All right. yeah. So Larian Studios, um, creators of Divinity Original Sin, Divinity Original Sin 2, 
created this and they were absolutely probably bankrolled completely by Wizards of the Coast slash Hasbro. Mm-hmm. Um, and deservingly so, because they did such a great job with this. There are so many fucking things you could do. It like, So the system uh, takes after um, Dungeons & Dragons 5th uh, edition. 5e. 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 I didn't understand what this game was until someone said it's basically video game D&D. Yeah. And, and yeah. I was original, like, oh, okay, the get The original Baldur's Gates were like that also, but it was it's a ver- was a version of D&D that I, think I was, definitely yes, hadn't that played. That was third edition. Distant version of D&D. It was second edition. Oh, second edition. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. I thought it was third edition. I don't know. No, I, think it's, I think it's second edition. I think it's two. But I learned hmm. the rules Thaco of D&D to be involved. on I don't know. On I don't know which one had Stacko. Borrowed 3.5 rule books in high school and... Then I relearned it when five came out. Yeah, I'm. I, I have been playing D and D concurrently with this game having been popular, so I'm really excited to get to this because I kind of know some of the rules already. Yeah, <laughs> and so, every time I pay, I play a PC RPG, it's like walking into a room and not knowing what's up or down. So. Yeah. So, so the rules are um, pretty much exactly like five um, E, except that there's no homebrew. Like it, it does what it does. Yeah. Um. So uh, your, your dungeon master is a computer. Yeah, you're, you're, uh, <laughs> if you roll a one, that's a, a critical fail. You yeah. fail no matter what. Your you friend's do not, not going to bail you out. Yeah, you do not add any of your modifiers. Nothing. Um, a more forgiving um, DM would add your modifiers to a one, but um, not this. Uh, same with a twenty. It's if you get a twenty, you get a critical success. You don't add any modifiers. You just do whatever happened or whatever you're trying to do. Um, and a less forgiving uh, DM who's a fucking asshole would not do that. They they take like if you had like a subtractive modifier, they would do that. <laughs> Just um, bump you down to an eighteen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can do absolutely anything. the customization in this game is insane. Like you can do literally any of the. I mean, I guess the base game um, races in this. Uh, you can be. Uh, Human, elf, half elf, orc, or I'm not an orc, but a half and it's orc. It's not just no. like a, a model swap or a costume change. Like that matters to certain people. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter to everyone, but you're gonna run into some racists. Like you're gonna run into some fucking elf racists. Yeah, you'll, you'll get racists. Or in the beginning, in the first act of the game, there's a lot to deal with um, goblins mm-hmm. and drow. And so there, there's if you make a drow. So my first character was a drow. Um, and I did like you can do the sub races too. So I actually did a, a drow that was not evil. I, I have one that is not a follow. They finally added drow that could be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so there's like <laughs> and they don't race is always the evil, evil drow in the game. will will just assume you're they're on your you're on their side. So yeah. when you can waltz into a lot of the which is something that Emily was doing playing this game. I watched her play this game as a drow. And, oh, because uh, she reads R.A. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves those books. You so. can actually mention Driz Doerden to uh-huh. um, Minthara, which is yeah, one yeah. of the characters. You That's, can actually recruit her or you can it, kill her. It fucking but, rule. Like, I'm not, like, I don't have a ton of D&D knowledge, but, like, the idea of, like, the Forgotten Realms all being a thing with such a rich history is, like, mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. cool to, like, be able to play this brand new video game yeah. and, and have the, it pull on, like, fucking old-ass shit. Like that you but like know is, about and care they, about. They they um have been expanding on that setting even, and there was a um a campaign that they put out, which was where um oh god I forgot the name of the town, but so the tieflings you save in this game were in um like a town that got pulled into one of the nine hells. Yeah, right. We love the hells, and that happened in a campaign that came out previously to this game, but yeah. not that far. Like it was like a couple years ago, maybe. Um, so it's really cool to me that 
that builds on the campaigns that have actually happened and the campaigns happen like build on other things well, like, level that happen in the game between games. demons and devils about yeah. whether or not you should be good evil or chaos evil yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah so i, I was a drow and, <laughs> the and they were all question. like oh yes just walk right in and i was even though i was a drow who's not a follower of lulth who's the evil spider queen i love the way you guys are dropping proper nouns right now. <laughs> i truly it's have cool. no I, idea what yeah. you guys are talking about. I, I i don't have a ton of basis for that stuff but like even just having played a little bit of D stuff even like on a different slant like Having played Planescape Torment, a lot of the stuff with the planes oh, yeah. and the and like, the blood the war is over. Yeah, I, the, I, <laughs> sorry, all, all that's the, another thing. <laughs> no, don't wait get, up for me. Getting yeah, some of that is... stuff that is part of the history of a world, in, and now having it being fully realized in a game like this yeah. is something that's so exciting. Every to me. time really a new cool. uh, player's handbook or DM's guide or monster manual comes out, they'll say like, "This is what the creatures are like in this world." It's like, okay, well. Uh, there's a new subspecies of owlbear that didn't exist before and stuff like that. Like, that's important. Like, the world has changed now that that is the case. Yeah. Like, the pain elementals, like, the pain dimension accidentally got destroyed, so pain elementals don't have a home anymore. It's like, oh, okay. That's That's huge. something I made up. That's not real. <laughs> oh, oh, I believed you completely. <laughs> that would happen. Um, it may still. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, it's just all sorts of stuff, and it's pulling history from everywhere else, and I've, I've, it has made me want to read the R.A. Salvatore books, mm-hmm. which... Emily has continually gushed about and oh, yeah. even I've had Canticle which is part of the um, uh, Cleric cor- uh, Quartet I mm-hmm. think um, that she told me was a good place to start with his books uh, like maybe a couple years ago so this game made you want to get more invested in wow. a world yeah. that has existed for what 40 years or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I don't Forgotten know how long Realms the Forgotten Realms. Realms. I think that started in the maybe late eighties, nineties. Seb, are you are you an Astaroth head? Who's your favorite character in this one? Asterion. Uh, oh, Aster- <laughs> oh no, I, I'm Asteroth thinking. I'm thinking. Caliber. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Yeah, God um, damn. I thought I could pull one name of a character. That's so, close. You're close. Wow. Um, so my waifu is Carlac, who's a tiefling. Um, uh, she's a she's a tiefling. She's adorable um no she she really is um Seb made fun of me for liking gay women in a previous episode so of course we have the same taste in uh Baldur's Gate no we uh, literally okay so so listen <laughs> don't no, all right hold on that was meant to be a one sentence thing let's get back to Baldur's Gate you can't <laughs> not hold yourself accountable for what you say you uh, can't actually, say uh, everyone actually, has to let actually, go of if that if somebody wants to embarrass me it's not allowed <laughs> uh, I said that but we get okay. I, we have to move yeah, on yeah, now we have to move on from the thing I said that could accidentally be turned against me that I didn't realize uh, I didn't realize you were allowed to reply to me. (laughs) I'm in this picture and I don't like it. Real? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a great reference. Uh, Real real quick, uh, Des my GF has uh, I brought it up earlier off off mic. uh, 450 (laughs) hours in this game. Yeah. So. I've been hearing about this game a lot, but I haven't played any of it. And I've mostly been hearing about Asterion. So I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me that you could romance other characters until like <laughs> later. All like, of them. Yeah. And like we were looking at the game of the year stuff and it was like, who are the most romanced characters? And 
we were both like, well, it's obviously a stereo. And he's like the edgy vampire boyfriend. And then yeah. it was three women. And we we're like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, dude, <laughs> men like, are hey, playing this. <laughs> maybe it's just, maybe it's just my timeline, but I feel like everybody's been. I know, stereo. right? I mean, men aren't posting wonder, about the girls they're banging in Baldur's Gate 3, I guess. Who the top romance girl is. I think it was the devil lady. I think really? it was because the tiefling. Because Carlyle is the best girl. Well, she is Obviously. great. I was just thinking it might She's... be Shadowheart because it's like Shadow... I think it's Carlac, Shadowheart, Lazelle because uh. Lazelle you don't really like. She's an asshole Lazelle's until later on. The edges. I shouldn't yeah, have said anything because I, I might be wrong in the details, but um, I think well, it was the. I think. Oh man, I wish no, I could. could I wish I could pull right. the 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 derogatory term Des used to describe this girl, but it was like this. Like kind of like mousy, adorable. Now adorable's in my head, but like I wouldn't call her mousy. Who's the like? She has like the the middle part bangs that come down. Yeah, the shadow heart. That shadow heart. Okay, all right. So I don't she's, know. Is she's it, a very is that a popular character? One? She's okay. like if uh, you know, it's kind of like Raven from Teen Titans, where she's in the service to a dark god, but. Uh, That's she, so funny. I was about to say she, Starfire from Teen Titans. She acts like a. A teenager who's like, you don't understand me, dad. Except okay. she's yeah. like, you know, the scion of a cult that will destroy the world or whatever. <laughs> and she still acts like a spoiled brat. I could be totally well, wrong. She doesn't remember but... literally anything except she has to get right. the thing to her god. There are mm. there are reasons. It's just a funny thing to see. Also, I I really enjoy that when people online talk about her, they shorten her name to Shart, which I yeah, I, I, really funny. <laughs> yeah I uh, disregard everything. I just I could be totally wrong about all of that, but except for the we we thought it'd be Asterian, but I think it was three yeah. women. Yeah. Who's Emily's? Real quick before we get off uh-huh. it, who's Emily's choice for? Depends on the playthrough. Emily has a good and an evil playthrough. The evil yeah. playthrough, it's Asterian all the way. Uh-huh. Okay. And the good playthrough, she's kind of jumping around back and forth and romancing a bunch of different characters. Got it. To do that. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, this this is like the ultimate game that I've been punting for a rainy day because like I know it's gonna you know, be a rainy year, dude. It's, it's gonna it's gonna <laughs> fucking like rock my world, and I can't wait for it. But I'm mm-hmm. just kind of like holding off a little bit. Um, Darkest Dungeon Two is another one of those. I'm just yeah. like so absolutely my shit, and I just can't wait to get into it. This conversation has been like you're like leaning towards the good like I do really wanna I I wanna play with you i yeah. want to do co-op with you but i do think you should play Definitely. a single player yeah play you through. should do check out our, our episode on divinity original sin 2 with seven and i did a two-hander mm-hmm. uh when we played through that whole game we, we i think we talked about it on the week. pod but <laughs> yeah. yeah um but Great yeah this... games to co-op it's just astounding to me that you could play something like this with another person <laughs> like, yeah. i know wild. i don't understand that either no, like it, they're kind of the only game in town when it comes to like multiplayer computer rpgs because it's yeah. just a whole nother layer of complexity and it's insane but. that anybody could like i know um with the game we played with divinity of original sin too um there were times where you played without me for a while just because yeah. it's I impossible file, so i just was like yeah. i'm gonna go play this whole chapter real quick yeah like <laughs> it's impossible to coordinate like a hundred hours of a game with somebody else yeah, yeah. It, you're not gonna feels, be on it, at the it same feels time really true to the dungeons dungeons and dragons roots of this game that mm-hmm. you can get four of your friends together every week and play through this game over the course of, I don't know, two years. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But it could be like, instead of getting together to do tabletop, you could play an hour or two of this game and have just as much fun probably. Yeah. And the the thing is, um, even if you do a single playthrough, like you'll still want to play another playthrough because there's so much depth in this game. You can go evil, you can go good story you can go choices, neutral the variability yeah the, the dark urge um origin story yeah. which which you can only 
like you only get the dark urge if you pick it for yourself and that adds a whole new storyline that you don't get otherwise um they fucking love that shit yeah it's it's so good um and and so and then if if you pick one of the origin characters as, as your main character right then you can see what's going on in their head the entire time yeah um, and the narrator will say things that, you know, like play to that. And it's insane the amount of replayability they put into a game that is already a hundred hours long <laughs> in one playthrough. That's the thing that I loved about Divinity and I'm glad that they brought forward is that it, it doesn't feel like the cop-out choice to pick a like stock character mm-hmm. because they're like so well built. Like you can build your own guy, but if you just play as uh, the skeleton man in Divinity, you're going to mm-hmm. get a like full story because they wrote so much for this guy it could be your companion but it could also just be you yeah and you can (laughs) you get a whole different perspective on it yeah and even if you're playing a person like like one of the origin characters you can build them differently every single time like they'll have their class but you can build their their class differently this is just like what if we gave you like access to every number in the game every number in the game could be changed by you what if that and still people make mods for it even like i actually have a mod that lets me take everybody like i think up to no 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 no, it's no it takes everybody it takes their clothes off (laughs) (laughs) i mean you they'll take their clothes off anyway i know it's in the game already you don't even need to Um, put a mod in but but, uh yeah so like i can take everybody with me yeah you don't have to Um, limit yourself to just four or three companions yeah and and the reason i do that isn't to that's crazy not very hard on the difficulty i'm playing um, I do that because I, I'm, I'm like, oh, no, I don't know who's going to have a yeah, story beat in this next encounter. Wait, so how many people do you have choice. with you? On a, on um, so I try to cut it bases. back when Do you have I'm a whole Pokemon a team behind you? Yeah, six so, guys? So it? usually you will have um, four characters for yeah. you, right? Mysterion's um, going to digivolve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though you have, like, what, seven people total in the Prehistoric Hysteria. So I think, so there's six main characters right that, that's your origin characters um plus then if you have your dark urge or your tab and, and tab is what they call like the basic avatar because that's the default name they give you and i actually chose like i kept that name because i was like that's a cool name um but uh so you ha- you can have your tab or your dark urge or you can play one of the origin characters and that's six um and then you can recruit more people you can recruit um minthara um who's a drow you can recruit Jahira, who's um, like a, a druid mommy. I just um, want to know how many cougar. people you uh, <laughs> We didn't need to go through every character yeah, in the I think, game. I think she's from the second game. Yeah, there's, there's a few. I think ca- there's a couple characters you can yeah. join up with. Yeah, then are, there's Minsk, who yeah, she, she's Minsk trying to find. Minsk is from the other yeah. ones, too. Um, and name. then there's um, uh, Halsin. Like a, we- a weasel or something that he talks to all the time. Oh, yeah, it's a little space Same. hamster. Yeah, me too. Uh, but yeah, so, so yeah, then there's Halsin. So you can recruit those people and um bringing them around with you on your on your playthrough um but they're not an origin character so they have their own like thing going on in the story but once you finish that it's kind of you know you finish yeah it. it's more like a companion quest in like a fallout new vegas or a bethesda game where they just have a specific storyline and you just do that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah so it it's just there, there's so much fucking depth to this game it's insane it's amazing i want everybody like (laughs) if you can commit the time play this game 
it has something for everybody. You can explore, wow. you can RP, you can, you know, challenge yourself, you can do Yeah, I can't whatever. wait to, like, get nitty-gritty and min-max the fucking combat in this. I'm so excited. Yeah. I, I got so deep into that in Divinity, and now ha having a little bit more knowledge of Dungeons & Dragons, being able to, like, dual class and stack my proficiencies up and all that fucking crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, I haven't been able to dual class. I think you can only do that on the normal and hard difficulties. Yeah. Um, you can't do it on the basic difficulty, which I just did for my first playthrough because I was just like, I, I really just want to see everybody's story for this. Yeah, and these games mm -hmm. can get hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they have a, like, um, I think the highest level is called Tactician, um, if I'm remembering that correctly, and you get, like, an achievement for finishing that one because that one's supposed to be very hard and there's even some encounters on the basic difficulty that or like the lowest difficulty that are pretty difficult um like there was uh the last big bad i i fought had like over 600 health which you've never <laughs> seen before by that yeah. point and then there was a bunch of ads and then i'm just like how the fuck am i supposed to do this I... if i didn't have eight people in my fucking party <laughs> did you ever have to resort to trickery in order to kill someone like pushing an explosive barrel around or uh, you, you can do that no i did not do that to. for that one actually they give you another character for that fight who makes it much easier um or like balances things out I'm, I'm mostly um, tracking on Divinity Knowledge because I haven't played this one yet, but um, the best thing in that game was being able to teleport someone else. So yeah, you get a, a melee character that runs that. up to you and you can warp them away yeah. every, every time <laughs> <laughs> while you lollop on them with your other guys. That's what would happen if magic was real. That's what people would be doing to there's each so other. There's so much fun cheese and I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's RPGs. definitely stuff like that in this. Um, but I've gushed for yeah. enough time. Oh, so I'm so excited to play this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, I was, uh, I had like a minor prompt, like, uh, what makes this game stand above the rest, but you already listed it. And then my last thing was going to be, uh, who would you recommend this game to? But I also think you kind of included that in it's there got a as little well. Bit of everybody, Any, everybody, anybody, a little bit of something for everybody. But if you like to tinker with the, with like the bits and pieces of your game, if you're like, if you're one of, the pe of those kind of people who plays a game and goes, well, why can't I do this? Baldur's Gate 3 has it in there, whatever yeah. you were talking about. The only person, yes. yeah, the only wow. people I wouldn't recommend this to are people who only want to play short games. I saw <laughs> the, the item menu in this game and I said, I will not play this. <laughs> it is like eight by eight. And I was like, no, thank you. All right. So um, I played a lot of fucking video games this year, but in the interest of uh, time, I'm going to skip over some of them. Um, well, we covered two of them for the podcast. Yes, we did. Uh, we covered Pizza Tower right at the right towards the beginning of the year, which was a long anticipated thing for me. I've been waiting on Pizza Tower for years, following the development and uh, confusingly not playing any of the demos, but out of some misplaced sense of not wanting to spoil it for it myself. Was probably worth it though, right? Well, I well, apparently a, the yeah, demos are different yeah, than the regular yeah, game. Yeah, that's what that was the reason okay. I said that. Like I, I was looking up stuff uh, at the when the game came out, and people were like, "Yeah, the demos were so different from the regular game. It's like almost nothing from the demos made into the game." I'm like, what was I doing? Why it's like I other this? characters yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Denied yourself so much. Fun yeah, we just like years. didn't play I, I like bonus, fun for free bonus reason. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, uh, right at the beginning of the year, uh, Fire Emblem Engage came out. I, I, there's talk about it peppered in. Did you marry uh, Roy? Uh, <laughs> Who would marry Roy? I would marry Roy. Come on. Man, there it is. Yes, absolutely hitting the nail on the head. Uh, one of the funny things about Martha's this, right there, dude. One, one of the funny things about Fire Emblem Engage is that uh, coming hot off the heels of Three Houses, more successful than any Fire Emblem game has ever been before. 
They keep because getting increasingly more. Fire Emblem was back. Like, this is the dip. So yeah. oh, I'm telling oh, you right okay. now, this is their the Marvels. Well, no, it's not. Their, <laughs> it's not their the Marvels in terms of quality, but in terms of success, I definitely think so. And it's because of a backwards design philosophy that does also contain some stuff I like. I think the first time you brought this up. Uh, I thought this was like a spin-off or a mobile game based on the subtitle. Engage sounds like not yes. a mainline entry to yes. me. So but, um, I, I I'll be clear. I have not actually finished this. One of my uh, one of the the guys I play fighting games with, MLGF, who is very nice. Um, he posted his like Switch end of the year thing. Three hundred hours in this game. I cannot even imagine it. What? But that is because this game. It is because of the thing that is good about this game. Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses, which came out back in twenty nineteen. I've gushed about on this show before. The thing that was good about Fire Emblem Three Houses is that it has three really, really harshly defined different routes. Like when they say, yeah. "Oh, the game splits here. You have to pick a side." It's like a visual novel. It it's cool. really fucking matters which side you pick. The entire game is completely different depending on which side you pick. Yeah. Wow, that that's rules. Nice. It's a good strong choice for a game of that yes. like mass and market appeal. They to go let for. you cheat a little bit in that you can recruit almost every person from the other side's stories to your side, so you're not forced to kill your friends. You're for only forced to kill two or three of your friends. There are people who won't like real life. join your side. It so rocks that yeah. the point that we've gotten to in video games is they have to exclude things to make them unique. Like, yes. You can't do this if so you do this. What makes choices houses. interesting yeah. in games? Yeah. Yeah. You have houses to have that. Really yeah, makes that work it makes that effort work like people have their wife who's her husbandos from fire emblem three houses and it makes sense because the world is well defined it has a history it has a like a fucked up caste system that you can choose to break or join depending oh. on your ending it's, <laughs> um, it's not a, it's not too bad if well, i'm on top i i like to in three <laughs> Seems houses pretty like good to, from up here i like to rib emily because in emily's ending she basically became the pope and married, <laughs> married no. the king she became the pope Perpetuating and married the, and the king and in my ending, I dismantled the caste system and, uh, <laughs> and died poor as a peasant. <laughs> but Fire Emblem Engage, after the huge success of Fire Emblem Three Houses for story writing and like decision making reasons, Fire Emblem Engage is like an anniversary game. It's like we're celebrating the franchise's history on yeah, uh, 30 years or whatever. And oh, they yeah. throw all the stuff from three houses. Like they just <laughs> dump it in the bin. They just throw it, throw it right in the trash. And, um, but on the other hand, Fire Emblem Three Houses, the strategy was kind of half-baked to allow people to appear, uh, like enjoy the story more. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage is like, you you are playing fucking chess with weapons. They move the like, slider yeah. the other way. Yeah, they move they move the slider the other direction. And so the, the what I keep making uh, jokes about being able to marry Marth uh, because you put <laughs> you put his ring on and then Marth says our bond is stronger now and you're like oh mm. Marth. Uh, and, and, um, I keep making jokes about that, but what like ring you put on what character that summons a previous Fire Emblem character to your yeah, they get stand. Yeah, yeah that's stand. right. Yeah. The previous Fire Emblem character is your stand from all cool. the past Fire Emblem games, including a bunch of the ones that never came up to America officially. Um, Who's this guy? Which, which, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which ring you put goes. on which unit really matters because they gain different bonuses, different skills, and like they can do different stuff. You can only engage where you like turn, mm. you activate the stand for a, a like three turns each time unless you add extra bonuses. Oh, so cool. there's like um You gotta choose one to yeah, pop it. You have to choose mm. one to pop it and then it takes like five turns or whatever to to like be ready again. So cool. if you do it early on in the map to get rid of some like pesky archers or whatever, then it's like, okay, now it's time to fight the boss of this map and I don't have engage, am I still gonna be able to take him down in one turn? It's a good um, risk reward, I like yeah. that. Yeah. And 
all the stuff that is on the gameplay side in Engage is so fine-tuned that I'm like, oh, you made a choice. This is not like you don't know how to do three houses anymore. You're like, what if we went in the other direction? But I think it would be really funny if this killed Fire Emblem in America. <laughs> <laughs> all that said, yeah. it would be funny if this is the last one we yeah, get to play. because this one very much seems like a the last one was for you, this one is for us yeah. kind of mm-hmm. thing. Uh, it's cool to go more tactical yeah. with it. Yeah. I, like uh, I haven't finished it yet, but that—that that is, those are my thoughts on the game. A yeah. friend of the show, Tyler, really, really enjoyed this as well, did three whole playthroughs, and I think it's because of that. Because all the people I've talked to who have done multiple playthroughs of this game said, oh yeah, after I finished the first one, I jacked the difficulty up to Lunatic, and I <laughs> just like dove right back in, and I skipped all the cutscenes because nothing the characters have to say is interesting. <laughs> those are pawns yeah, in my monarchy. Huh? So yeah. the, the only um, Fire Emblem game I ever played was Awakening, which I didn't mm-hmm. play that much. But I was because this because you brought Fire Emblem again. Uh-huh. Uh, the thing I was about to make fun of you before when you were saying we both have the same type. All right. Yeah. Was when we were working at the movie theater. We were both both playing Awakening, and you were like, "Okay, who's the best girl?" I was like. Or, or who, who's, who are you marrying? And I was like, Sully. And we we literally high-fived. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you did not realize I was gay. Well, yeah. Until I just explicitly like, uh, told totally you. A secure straight man like me uh, loves the obviously butch uh, knight character uh, in Fire Emblem. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so that was uh, one of the first things that came out this year. And I wanted to get a little bit out of that mm-hmm. out of there. Out there. Um, we talked Zelda. We talked Pikmin. I already brought up Street uh, Street Fighter and Pizza Tower. Street Fighter, totally special. It's the, the best fighting game that came out this year, uh, except for something that came out literally like a couple days ago, which is Grand, Grand Blue no. Fantasy no. versus... Rise no! Grand Blue Fantasy, the mobile game with the with the uh, fun medieval anime characters. Every word you versus said. the fighting game based on that gotcha mobile game I just said. Rising, the version that has come out four years after the original version, something I only just played. I would love to tell you that this game is stupid dog shit for people who like their waifus, but unfortunately, is it a fun, cool fighting oh, no. game with interesting characters and mechanics in it? I played it. I played in a, my first tournament for this. On Monday of this week, and I had a really good time. On mobile? Uh, no, it's this uh, the the original game where the characters come from is a mobile gacha game. Oh, okay. So you got to um, pull your cards. Yeah, your yes. Now you have yes. to pick them off character select. Yes, exactly. What? Um. But uh, Street Fighter Six is still my like total. Yeah. Like, what what rank are you right now, Nick? You've been uh, online. I am. Uh, oh, I am wow. diamond. Putting you on the stand. <laughs> no, no, hold on. I'm. I'm Put your hand four. on this. It's a Bible. Uh, no, yeah. So I can't handle the truth. Yeah, uh, I actually haven't been really been playing ranked. Every time I play Street Fighter, yeah. it's because it's like okay, time to join the lobby of somebody I know personally, and we'll run sets. You are living game. a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, but I would like to throw that in the trash next year. I want to become. I want to hit master with a bunch a of characters. Goblin. That's that's yeah. when my competitive brain kicks in. It's when the mo- I get the most angry. Is the online rank? Yeah. Is, oh, Gotta be up this guy there. Did, only does you can't tell me I'm broad. I was playing We were doing our own little <laughs> excellent adventures things where I was playing on Tyler's PS5, and he's of course I'm a different rank there because I don't have all my points. And uh, I'm playing against the guy, and I'm like, I'm, I'm jumping on this guy. I'm like, this guy doesn't know how to flash kick, and so I just keep jumping on him forever. And he obviously does know how to do the move. He's just not ready for to it. Never do. He's, he's never ready back. for me to jump for some reason. 
Uh, and it's just like the little tiny interactions like that. The parry, the drive impact. If you see someone older than 30, you smash that drive yep, impact. They, they have a job, <laughs> but they do not have... Street Fighter 2 fan, you smash that drive impact. <laughs> They're too old to have the uh, reaction yeah, time. It, it was so much fun to do this today yeah. for the podcast. Yeah. I had a blast. I, I, I also really enjoyed Street Fighter 6. I did not expect to. Somebody I, new that either has not played fighting games or has not played Street Fighter in a, in a while, and they're like, oh, whatever. Every time they pick up this game, they're like, oh, yes, it's, you know, it's pretty good. It's fine. It's, it's, I, I like it. It's a pretty good time. I'm looking uh, forward to them, to and then them before, to add more folks. Yeah. The they're and getting before, closer to the sweet spot of, like, the they of just the remake that game every time. Like, they've yeah. been doing a decent amount of reconfiguring the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think, like, four, five, six. Yeah. And so, I like, six feels like a good marrying of, like... This is a controversial opinion, but I think they got better every time with 4, 5, 6. That's I what like, I'm saying, I yeah. Like I think, yeah. Uh, some people don't. Some people oh, think I do. Was a waste Big of time. time. Yeah, you and I, Cam and I... Because I don't like, want to do all that shit. Four <laughs> <laughs> has too much thing to do. It's too much fucking shit. Yeah, oh, god damn. Just let me hit ABC. incredible. Someone who wasn't out when we did the episode and is out now is Aki. Uh, who is a brand new character invented for this game, another kind of poison user who has these little claws on her uh, fingernails that she can like shoot out like wires. Mm-hmm. Really interesting, strange character that does not fit into a mold that is, was previously occupied by another character. Weird. Um, and I, I like that. I think that all of the characters in this game are good. We were just talking before the mics were turned on. Luke in this game, it is a fucking miracle that yep. they made him likable and funny. They and, finally like, got one. He's yeah. a poochie, but it works. Yeah, exactly. This is your new favorite Girl. main character, and we were like, yeah, it helps that when he hit his guy. level three, he says, and Cam, you, you and I love to talk about this, the voice barks and fighting. Oh, yeah, he they get says, stuck in your head. He says, you picked the wrong guy to mess with, but the hit noises are so loud that nobody <laughs> ever he- correctly hears what he's saying. So people st- thought he was saying, you're going to Memphis. And now, <laughs> when Luke does The worst fate imaginable. You're going to Memphis. <laughs> and now the voice actor has like a million clips of people online going, hey, can you say my favorite line from, uh, from Luke? Uh, we're going to Memphis. We're taking you to Memphis. Now, effectively gaslighting into people into thinking that that is I, what I, he I said. I hope they do Evo in Memphis this year. <laughs> you should. That's really good. You're going to Leaving Memphis. Vegas to go to Memphis. <laughs> it's a, it would be cheaper. Oh, but that no, is part of the mark of what makes a fighting game truly special. It's like, oh, you're repeating the quotes to yourself later on. Uh, the JP, the villain of the game, the the the, the fucking... He's a zoner. The evil zoner. <laughs> All the evil zoner. zoner should always be the villain of yes, a fighting game. Yes, and it works because I see so many people complain about him. And he is good. He's really good. But uh, when he does his level three, he goes, do you want to hear how this ends? In ruin, and it's like, <laughs> and so it's like, oh no, this fucking guy, oh, I gotta hear this shit. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Into that. Yeah, it's yeah. All, yeah, all really good stuff. Street Fighter Six fucking rules. It is my real game of the year, but we already did an episode on that. Um, Check it out. I have like two more minor things to mention that I want yeah, to talk about. Go nuts. So um, good for time, I think. Like a Dragon Ishin, oh, wow. something I only played recently. This is the Samurai Yakuza. Yeah, Samurai Yakuza. Oh. So it is a remake of the Samurai Yakuza that never came to the, to the U.S. Yeah, How it was long a PS3 ago was generation this? One, oh, right? PS3. I, think, I believe yeah. so. Kind of the um, same, probably around yeah, yeah, because of three or four, mm-hmm. or three, four, and five. If I yes, around that era. Yeah. And 
this is remade. So now, one of the cool things about the Samurai uh, Yakuza games is that they can incorporate they incorporate the the character models of the ones from the modern day ones. So, for example, your main character is Sakamoto Ryoma, but it's Kazuma Kiryu like wearing a costume. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like a stage play. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It, oh, these characters really? are actors, and they're portraying oh, someone else. Not, it's not literally like not that, literally, but it yeah. is cool that it like it, it feels that way. It looks like that. Like oh, they're playing yeah. Kiryu is playing this guy in a movie. <laughs> that rocks. The, uh, that sounds cool as hell. The way they do the styles of combat in this game is very interesting. Uh, where you can the the styles of combat are based on what weapon you're using. There's unarmed, which is kind of like normal Yakuza combat, except tuned to be like way weaker because they expect you to use a weapon. Yeah. Um, there's swordsman, which is like your regular expecting what you think the game would be about. Samurai, it's a good, it's yeah. Yeah. two hands on your blade, samurai moves only. That was my favorite one. Wild dancer, which is sword and gun. Yeah. Uh, sword in one hand, gun in the other. The smart man. Just gun. Oh, yeah. well, actually, wait a minute. <laughs> this guy might be smarter than the last. Uh, this game was a lot of fun. It feels in a lot of ways to me, and this may be disrespecting some uh, a lot of work that went in, but it feels to me like the, oh, we can do that one quick. Like, you know, yeah. we don't well, they have... Do is... They put out a Yakuza game, like, every year. I yeah, think. So and I know I, yeah. they've got two teams, but they actually put out two this year. Jesus. They put out the, the, the Kiryu Gaiden game, the man who erased his name, which I heard is, like, the actual good one. And I played the <laughs> I played the, the one for, for losers. But they it was been, really... I, I played Yakuza 0 in 2017 when it came out, mm-hmm. and they have been outpacing my ability to play them. I'm now, like, <laughs> every year I get, like, two Yakuza games behind. Yeah, and, and you're, you're, you're not control. not playing them. You're still, like, <laughs> I've been know. trying. Yeah. So I had a really good time with this, but I can still tell that it's not their A game. It's But this is the first one ever that I did everything required to unlock the secret boss yep. in. Uh, I'm like, oh, I'm having enough fun with Samurai Yakuza that I want to fight the secret boss of the Amon clan of assassins. Do they still wear suits in Samurai times? No, but they do still wear sunglasses. Okay, good, Uh, good, good. Hell hell yeah. um, Yeah, Every one of these games, if you do all the side quests, you get to fight basically a man in black, a guy in a suit that is super good at punching. (laughs) Um, But the, the sauce that made it, Maybe want to take it this far is this game cam essentially has the monster hunter weapon crafting system oh wow with the tree and everything where it's so like you're you like start... taking a guy's skin and like no, putting it on a wrapping it around well, your blade. Around his sword. it's not necessarily like you're taking uh materials directly from bosses it's more like there are certain places you can get certain materials and there is like a a battle dungeon system where you go to bandit caves to fight off all the bandits clear clear them out and protect the the, the weak citizens uh and you when you do that, you can get rare materials that you can use to make better swords. There are swords with different elements. There's, you know, light, fire, wind. I was using a poison sword for most of the game. That was really fun. Um, and the model for your sword will show up in cutscenes. So in the yeah, very serious cutscenes where Sakamoto Ryoma is talking about the future of Japan under the, the Bakufu, who were, you know, the real historical uh, uh, totalitarian police samurai that were killing everybody. Like, he's talking about a real historical event that happens, and he's holding a glowing purple poison sword. <laughs> <laughs> I put it in his hands. Um, yeah, I really did enjoy Yakuza 0, mm-hmm. but there were certain things that kept me from it. So I, I think I need to go back to that the series and grab a different maybe game. the best one. Oh, shit. No, 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 no. They're, uh, it's, I, I there's the, the best one in certain ways. I think the newer games might 
Uh, like I think the new engine might click for you somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know Alex which one to jump into there. about Kiwami but... too, and how yeah. that's one of his maybe his favorite that's, one. That's All still right. my favorite. Maybe I'll check out Kiwami. I think the story really rules too. Um, so I, I had a really good time with this. I would like to say that I did the thing that I do every time a Yakuza game comes out, which is that I look at the sub game, like which is their like big mini game that they put a lot of hours into. Uh, so in Yakuza Zero, they have cabaret clubs and real estate. Yeah. Uh, in, um. In uh, Yakuza 7, they have a business management thing. Every time I look at whatever it is in that game, I'm like, okay, that seems fun, but I'm not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I got other I'm, things I'm, to do. I'm just going to play the main game. Yeah. Yeah. I look at it, and I say that, and then I 100%. <laughs> so in this game, there is uh, a little tiny uh, farm with a lot of debt on it. Uh, owned by Haruka because her parents incurred debt and oh, then they funny. died. That's funny. So they ha so she's like they're like oh no the landlord's gonna come take the house unless somebody responsible takes over the farm and you're that's like a great way to get her in there. that's like, funny. Well I'll do it and so I have a little plot with the farm and uh, in between my bloody killing samurai missions I go oh you know what my ginseng's ready to harvest and I go over there <laughs> and, I, and I pluck yes. my ginseng from the ground and one of the extra funny things is that all this stuff blends together there's a sword you can only make if you have like a hundred turnips hell and, yeah <laughs> so now we're talking <laughs> alright so even though I said earlier like I feel like this feels like a half half strength Yakuza game yeah I had a really good time with it still. I feel um, like even the B team is putting in yeah. work to make it's it. It's also game. the only one where I ever got addicted to gambling. Mm -hmm. And that is because the chicken racing in this game, yeah. was, <laughs> which is, you know, it's the same as horse racing or slime racing or poison chihuahua racing or whatever it would be in any other game. Mm -hmm. uh, but just with betting on chickens and, uh, you know, not being able to get real money for it, but getting tags, you can trade in for prizes that are worth real yeah, money. Yeah, like, you can get that Porygon if you yeah, save up yeah, enough. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, I put you know fifty-ish uh, hours into this game, and I just wasn't expecting it at all. I thought this was going to be one of those ones that I just totally breezed through and moved on to the next thing. But because of that, there were probably some other games that I missed out on. Um, one last one before I mention it, before I mention the game of the, the year. The big one. Yeah, the big one is uh, El Paso Elsewhere. Which is Whoa. a game uh, last year or the year before, I want to say, I talked about Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator, which is a game mm. made by yeah. Zalavier Nelson's uh, studio, Strange Scaffold, which is a very interesting indie studio that I would keep your eye on if you are interested in weird little games that have a lot of effort put into them. Yeah, I dug Organ Trading Simulator. That this one is a, is for a first for his studio. It is a full 3D action game. Not it is in terms of graphical style, it's a lot like Metal Gear Solid One, like 3D oh. models that look like people are sort of made out of cardboard or have cardboard layers. <laughs> yeah, good look. Uh huh. Looks good. Um, this is a Max Payne like. Ooh, all right. Uh, where you this. are, okay. uh, you were. It's a third person. You have like you have your guns and you like are pointing and shooting, but third person and there's a button to dive and slow. Yeah, action. there has to be a dive. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you gotta have that. Now the thing of this game is that your ex-girlfriend is named Dracula, with an E at the end. Mm. And, um, We've all been there. And she is conducting basically the ritual to, to, to end the world and make vampires the dominant species on the planet Earth. Yep. Uh, and the ritual is warping the space around itself. So when you enter a motel in El Paso to kill her, you are like fighting through weird, twisted variations on this motel for 50-ish uh, stages. 
and the stages are all like really tight, like you know, three to five minute experiences if you're if you're uh, if you're blasting through it. Sounds a little hotline Miami too. It, a little, Is yeah, that, but I mean, just maybe the way you're describing it. Yeah, I think that uh, enemies are less dangerous than they would be in a hotline Miami, um, but. It's the difficulty is a nice balance. I had a total blast with this, and whatever the next thing, Strange Scaffold does, I'm going to be there on day one. Like it sounds I, good as hell. What was the name? El Paso Elsewhere. It's also got a great. Uh, so the guy I mentioned, Slavier Nelson, he is uh, the creator of the game and also the voice of the main character, which I think may be a reference to Max Payne again with Sam Lake doing yeah. the, doing double duty as the voice actor and the guy. He's got a great voice and he shows it off in some of the game's like vocal performances. Some of the songs have lyrics you know, that they play in the in the backgrounds of these stages, and. I think that it, it's not that expensive. If you're the kind of person who thinks you would like an action game like that, you should give it a try. I played the whole thing on Steam Deck and had an amazing Yeah, this time. looks good as fuck. Play with a controller and enjoy yourself. Uh, I, I I do seriously mean good that. Good shout-out. Yeah, this Remind was, was the first one I hadn't heard of so far. Uh -huh. I, a lot of the big games this year got a lot of press. So. Yeah, well, there's a bunch of other tiny little indie things that I had wanted to play and just never got to. Yeah. There's... um. Uh, in 2020 or whatever, because uh, we couldn't see each other in person, I played a lot of games, and I played a lot of like the yeah, I played a lot of the like indie retro revival stuff. Which, if I had no job, I would play every one of those that came out, yeah. and I would let you, I would rank them on a big list for you. But uh, Gravity <laughs> Keep Circuit it in came your house, out. yeah, on a yeah, yeah. Gravity Circuit <laughs> came out this year, which is kind of a, a Mega Man X like mm -hmm. with really well done pixel art. And I want to play that oh, really man. badly. It just Last went on sale. Two came out this year. That's a game that I'm, I saw. It did not, did it? It did. It's out. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> gonna, you're, you mentioning Pixel, I popped that into my brain. But, uh -huh. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. Um, too many video games this year. Yep. But the big one. The What's one number that, one? The one that I spent more time on than I ever expected, even though this game is tailor-made for me, is Armored Core 6 Fires oh, of Rubicon. Oh, shit. And... Uh, uh, Street Fighter gets the honorary prize of obviously it wins, but I have to talk about something else. Um, honorary prize yeah. <laughs> of obviously you won. Whenever I talk about Game of the Year stuff with anyone, I have to say, uh, well, it was a fighting game, but you don't. I think we we, we all talk. did yeah, that. Yeah, we all yeah. said this is the obvious winner, but and but they we were all different games yeah. too. Yeah, that's, that's funny when you did that. Um, except for Seb. Seb was like, I got this job. Well, we did a yeah, decent amount of Zelda talk, talk too, yeah. but um. Armored Core 6 is the first Armored Core game I have played. I had told myself that I was going to play other Armored Core games through emulation before I got to this one, but then Zelda came out, and then Street Fighter came out, and then I was out of time. <laughs> I heard that 4 Answer is good. <laughs> yes, I have also heard that. 4 Answer is the one that is made by Hidetaka Miyazaki, the um, uh, Demon Souls, Dark Souls guy. Mr. Dark Souls. Um, but this is a franchise that uh, From Software has been doing since the early PS1 days, uh, and the what is the main thing that makes this special is that it is as important that you spend time in the garage tinkering with your mech as it is to be good at the part where you're actually piloting it. Now this game is like further on in the series and uh, it leans more on the being good at piloting stuff. Like it's very action packed when it comes to yeah. the, the big robot battles. But being in the garage and saying, oh shit, my mech's too heavy and now I'm slow. 
if what if I just sell off some of the guns and then I you know mm, but, but I can't get more ammo if I'm in the field if I run out of ammo I got to try and punch this thing to death and the punches don't do that much damage mm. so it's like but then if I is... change this I don't look like a Meg Mega anymore <laughs> yeah, exactly how am I supposed to be Ava Unit O One if I so, don't. Um, so I have tank treads. Quick First shout out to my, uh, my to my friend um, Magnitude, <laughs> who I might I get on a future edition of this. Uh, and he's a Mac. No, he's um. Oh. Uh, there's this. The Steam shows you the achievements, right? And I uh, after I beat the game 100, percent I was going through all the achievement stuff, and I looked at his, and he has like a decent amount of hours in the game. He has like 30, 40 something hours in the game, and he does not have like the 99 percent achievement that almost everyone gets of change the color of your Mac. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what? He said. He said gray only. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, is it even possible to play the game without changing the color of your Mac? I didn't know it was. <laughs> That rules. Um, Real quick, uh, sneaker trivia thing. Uh -huh. New Balance always releases every shoe they do in gray because mm -hmm. that's their color is gray. Yeah, so yeah. I really like sticking to only gray yes, as your look, thing. It's you very cool. If you fall, please. Yeah. yeah. You Give can me make gray, really good-looking mechs without changing the colors, or you could make garish freak shows. And, like, yeah. I certainly I saw did. My favorite when this, like, had its moment in the sun before a couple of the bigger games came out this year. Uh, I saw someone who made Minecraft Steve, and it was the funniest <laughs> fucking thing ever. I was my, mine was Peter while. Griffin was making the bottom half green and then having a white yes. and then like a brown it, it top. Is very, it allows you to do a lot that I wouldn't expect with the paint and the parts. And I was making stuff for my favorite mecha shows. I made one that I was really proud of. I basically made the Hulkbuster from Iron Man. Oh, cool. Uh, and I made a War Machine with the minigun on one hand. Cool. And I, I, I did... I did. Uh, we talked about Votoms earlier this year. I made yep. the scope dog, and you can we, we something I was very dog. happy about. Scope. You can color individual shoulders on individual arms, so I could make a red yes. shoulder one. Oh, nice! Like that. Very good. Um, Asymmetrical design is important. I, I don't know um, how much the customization was. I feel like this must have been like a really big step up in the customization for Armored Core because yes. everybody was doing it. Um, but you can upload like I think JPEGs the, I think, and yeah, shit. I right? think the fiddling with parts was always like a core part of the series, Absolutely. but I don't know. I think they definitely went on yeah, the, with the Being able to stuff. paint like yeah. every fingernail on yeah. your mech is new. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. um, I, I remember the, the first time I heard of the series, and then I didn't hear too much of it after because I feel like it's a niche genre, yes. the, the mecha the, genre of games, but um, in like maybe like 2008 mm -hmm. um, or maybe nine, um, my friend who I played World of Warcraft with. Um, asked me to put together his like mecha, um, like with like find the parts on <laughs> on like screenshots of mechs from Armored Core and put it together in Photoshop. That's oh, fun. So I do I, that I, for him. Yeah. That rules. Yeah, yeah, I think this this series got a little bit more attention after From Software became a household name. Right. But yeah, they, they had been doing this parallel uh -huh. with. Or like before Dark Souls, parallel with Kingsfield for I a while. I joked with Fire Emblem earlier about one for them and one for us. It's... This very much feels like an Elden Ring was one for them, and this is yeah, one for yeah, us. Yeah, we're doing our own um, thing here. I didn't finish this game, Nick, but um, is Patches in this game? Did they put him in? Uh... <laughs> Would he be? Because no. Patches is as from Armored Core. As a guy. He, he's an oh, he's a neck shit. pilot. No, but there is Armored a guy Core. who has his voice. Oh, so good. Okay. So you've right. got, you got some stuff there. Well, um, doesn't, isn't Pat, Patches famous for dying or no? He's famous no. for betraying you. Yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> you killing him. You don't, I assume, you don't right? have to, yeah. You can always he, spare him. He usually, every time. Okay. He usually becomes a merchant. So yeah. if you I figured him, in the OG game you would just kill him as part of the story. But So 
the the to give a brief rundown of the story of this game because I do actually think that there's some cool stuff yeah. there. Uh, you are a mercenary who is like almost a vegetable. Like Your you buddy. can you can <laughs> you can think and eat non-solid food, but you, you as far as the game is concerned, you are not capable of speech. You, your limbs are not completely functional. You get plucked out of whatever hospital you were in by uh, a guy called Handler Walter, who is Walter. looking for fourth gen brain augments, which you are one, because they have specific compatibility with certain mechs. He's like, oh, you're just the right amount of brain dead to pilot the kind of mechs I would like to put you in. That's a commentary need... on gamers. Right? <laughs> 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 because I need you to go down to this planet that is almost all mech warfare. Gotta go see the Rubicon. Yes, the Rubicon as a planet is protected from orbit by these big satellites and spaceships that try to prevent anyone from going there because years ago there was something called the Fires of Rubicon, mm -hmm. an explosion so huge and supernatural that it spread out into space and scorched ships that were in like space and in the surrounding planets and atmosphere. Wow. Like, you're not allowed to go there because something there is so dangerous that you that somebody God. blew up half the galaxy, half the solar system with it. Holy and shit. Evil red stuff. Yes, evil red stuff called coral. There we go. And uh, that is the main driving force of this game because when you go down there as a mercenary in your first mission, you are told the corporations are already here. There are two big corporations, yeah. Balaam and Archibus. All the corporations yeah. have fucking rules. It's so cool. Especially, like, I didn't get too far in this mm -hmm. game, but um, you basically just do, like, uh, trade-off missions working for both of these corporations yes, yes. against yourself? You, yeah, like, you, you take jobs from both of these guys even though they're fighting each other. Yeah, and you're both sabotaging of them, things you're about to go protect. <laughs> and both of them are, are fighting the Rubicon Liberation Front who are the poor assholes who actually live on this planet. <laughs> and they're like, I would love it if giant corporations didn't come down to our planet to strip mine the whole thing and make it horrible. Is there any point where you're protecting something in anticipation that you'll come and destroy it. <laughs> there is, so one of the cool things that this game does that's a little bit of a spoiler but not really is that there are things you can only do on New Game Plus and New Game Plus Plus. After that it's all the same but those the, the, the first, second, third playthroughs. From um, Soft Plus, yeah. they go up to plus seven on Dark Souls. Yeah but Ooh. they didn't offer you new story stuff it was that, more just yeah. gameplay. Yeah. Um, so in New Game Plus you'll get a call from somebody who previously you cannot ally with and, and will say hey, can you protect this thing that was a boss fight in the previous run? Oh, and very cool. Then in the third one, this one's a bit of a spoiler, so skip ahead five seconds. But um, in the third playthrough on New Game Plus Plus, that, that same guy calls you and said, hey, can you protect this thing that you blew up in the previous run? You get there and it's already blown up. <laughs> and they dock your pay for it. And then something else shows up that you have to kill. That was the thing that bought it. And it's like, it's almost like a split timeline thing of like, if you didn't take this mission, something much worse would have done it for you. Mm. And uh, it's cool. Yeah. So there are these two corporations on the planet. You spend a lot of your time working for them, but it's clear that the guy who's giving you your missions, Handler Walter, has his own agenda. Yeah. And after the first big boss, which I back in August when this game came out, I heard a lot of bitching about it. I think that's where I stopped playing. <laughs> Baltius. Well, Baltius has since been nerfed in a patch, so you may. Uh, I, I don't know if that uh, changes your opinion on it. Wasn't but, the issue though? Like people weren't changing their shit out or that something. That is like a that? huge issue. 
It's like you get too locked in. Oh, this is my play style, and I'm going to go with that. But the game is meant to be played where you uh, adapt. You want to spend almost as much time in the garage as you do out in the field. One of the cool choices that I liked was that you... Uh, you have money that you get from doing missions, but you it's I you don't lose money if you buy something and then sell it back. So you yes. can just like you can basically you have this set of tools and if you want to sell it all back and get a whole new set of tools, you're not losing anything. Yeah, that's because cool. it doesn't disappear from the shop or anything. Yeah. If you were like Okay, I spent all my money on missiles. I'm the missile guy, and then you get to the boss that has a big shield, and all of a sudden ah, your, your missiles aren't doing a lot. Ah, damn! You're like, oh, I spent my whole career. I, spent, I, spent, I went to college to I be the missile life guy. Savings on missiles, and it's like the missiles aren't working <laughs> anymore. Were you fucking watching me play? <laughs> God damn. This, this is absolutely next on my list mm-hmm. of yeah. games to play. I, I, would like to I wonder if I'll, it'll work for me. the laser guy. <laughs> the laser guy. The, so how weapons in Armored Core work in this game is you've got four slots. You've got one weapon in each hand and one weapon on each shoulder. Mm-hmm. And the shoulder weapons are different from the hand weapons until you unlock the weapon rack, which means you can put a hand weapon on your back so you can hot swap between. Yeah. You're like, got it. Reaches back and swaps out the gun, yeah. which you is great. Two swords yeah. and two shotguns. Yeah, and yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, they swords is one of the only things they don't let you double up. Wow, on. really? Because oh. swords what? use up a ton of energy. They're yeah. laser swords, so you you use it and then it like overheats and you can't get like double swords. There's always something in like futuristic games. They have to nerf swords because like, yeah, like a thing that doesn't have ammo that you can mm. just swing at people forever. But you know what you can double up on? Pile lockers. What's that? Uh, it's like the, the... the stake driving for like railroad stuff. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that the, the double shotgun build was overpowered yes. uh, for a little when bit. When the game came out and for like three months afterwards, if you wanted to beat the game, you uh, do you get the Zimmerman shotguns, uh, which are the uh, most stun-inflicting shotguns in the game. So they don't do the most damage, but you shoot them, and then the guy like takes a bunch of posture damage, like the yeah. big yellow bar. They do have Sekiro up, posture and gets, and in this game. Oh, really? Then you shoot him with the other shotgun, and that like knocks him back even more. Then you switch to the less powerful shotguns on your shoulder, and you shoot him <laughs> one more time, and that overloads his posture bar, so all of a sudden his mech is smoking and electric, and he's broken down, and he can't attack you. And then you take a rocket or a sword or whatever else you got, and you hit them with that. Uh, my personal pick would either be the pile bunker or the chainsaw. You hit them with that, and then all of a sudden, 60% of their health is completely gone. And this game has one of the uh, best set-piece boss fights. You know, like uh, Shadow of the Colossus or God of War, where you fight something that's bigger than it would ever be possible in real life, right? You love a set-piece boss yeah, fight sure. where yeah. they want to show off, right? Oh, yeah, I this think I know what you're talking about. I've heard of the, the biggest. Ice worm, yeah. Which is, holy fuck, are they showing off. You enter with three guys, and it's, it's scripted like at halfway through the boss. Fight. Wait, don't you fight like an oil rig at some point too? Like There's a four-legged like, a gigantic, like... Uh, Star Wars. That's, walker, the, right? that's yeah. the Strider. That was yeah. the thing I was talking about earlier. Oh, the, okay. The thing that you have to defend or destroy or whatever. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Um, but the ice worm is just like it's a big, flat, like icy tundra. It is this thing that is bigger than ever possible. And one of these guys is assisting from another continent. He has a laser that is so big that it, you, it has to be That's fit on the other hell. side that of the rocks, ocean. Dude. Uh, that rocks, dude. That so hard. And so this guy is like, I can't be on the team because I have to fire the gigantic gun. You need to take down its regular shield so I can hit it with the continent laser. <laughs> I got to play it. I got to at least try it. Yes. I, I think um, I'll be really into it, but I just got to lock myself uh, in. It, I'm not going to lie. It it's, definitely it's hard. is hard. <laughs> yeah. It's not fucking around. But 
after the literal first mission where you fight the big helicopter boss, when you can buy parts and swap them out, there is always something that you will be able to find that yeah. Go right to game facts. Be yeah. like, all right, what's yeah. the yeah. Yeah. How to like, kill. Yes. And don't be afraid to make your mech look ugly for functionality. Oh, I'm going Bart Simpson. Oh, wait. You, or you, for functionality. Okay. You, you, you avoid the tank treads because you think that they look stupid you will be missing out on some of the coolest best Le legs are a hindrance man <laughs> there I, I are better the, things uh, than legs the hover legs body was really cool yeah, yeah the tetrapod legs are you'd be awesome. like just fucking hovering can't yeah. you just like yeah, have no legs leg. yeah, yeah. You just stick out to the side you like, and have, like double tap <laughs> jump and you can just float around <laughs> yeah why and, would you uh, have legs uh, one of the last things i'd like to mention there's so much good stuff to say about this game i could talk about every boss i could talk about individual yeah, weapons i could talk about characters um uh, the guy I mentioned who's uh, firing the constant laser is named Rusty, and he's like one of those guys who like he shows up more and more over the course of the game, and he calls you buddy, which at first is meant to be condescending, but then it becomes endearing over Aww. time. Aww. Uh, love a good rivals to friends. Yeah, yeah. men bond on the we battle. love that. See how we can so, do it by insulting each other. Uh, <laughs> and I could bring up so many things like this, but one thing I would like to mention is for for my fighting game brain. I love it when I get to fight against someone with the same tools as myself. It's from the menu in the garage, there is a set, uh, place called the Arena, which yep. has simulations of other pilots in the universe. It's not like, oh, these are extra challenges we made up and threw in here. These are guys from the story that are your allies or enemies. Some of them have real boss fights, some of them don't. Real people in the story who have their own mechs with very specific builds who are ranked in terms of their combat prowess. Yeah. Uh, that you move up the scale in terms of the arena. You start at rank 30 F. or whatever. <laughs> F, 30 and F. And as you beat them, you move up. And so these are all builds that you could recreate because it's yeah. all stuff that you can find in the game. It's fun so, to get inspiration and yeah. stuff from that. So too. the first guy is named Mad Stomp, and he's his parts are made out of junk, and he's got he's got a chainsaw, and that's it. On his, he's got a chainsaw and like crappy bullets on his hands, and they're like, uh, he is his own delusions are the only thing keeping him at the bottom of this list. And, uh, <laughs> he's like, this is the right way to do this. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way to do it. Chainsaw, <laughs> crappy bullets, and you can fight him like really early on because like in mission three or whatever the the, the yeah I, I did the first batch the arena opened up later yeah. in the story you go to like his, basically his house and he's like mad stop here to here to stop you and the and the other junkers that he's allied with are like no don't. <laughs> no, no, how no, you, you're a valuable you member you're so, you're of the so team. You're so valuable no, for us. And, and of course, you kill him because he's a dipshit. And he's like, no, Matt, stop. My chainsaw. My <laughs> yeah. shitty bullets. And it's like, oh, I got a little preview of this guy because he uploaded his data to the arena. And it's so cool to basically be able to have what is basically a PvP mode yeah. uh, and in that's, this game. That's you get like OS points or something yeah, right, it, too, it, right? You, to you upgrade do get your, really your valuable stuff from it, but yeah. I was in it for the love of the game, man. Like I'm just like, oh, give me more fights against people who have the same kind of builds as me. I want to see what these fictional characters think is optimal. And then the last guy, you know, is, is, also, is like a really cool fight and... Uh, there's so much of value in this game for uh, for weird nerds. And even just if you're just like, oh, I appreciate a good action game, movement in this game is great. The boosting around yeah, feels I, fun. It's... I don't think I got the full hang of it. I, I definitely was doing shit and not <laughs> intending to yeah. either boost also, or jump. or Watch your weight and booster because if you like overloaded your shit and then you yeah. have a tiny booster, then, then it's like you're going to be moving slow. 
Yeah. Uh, that's that's uh, the other thing I love about it. I love tinkering with little shit like that. You can like change out the parts on your targeting system so missiles lock on quicker. Yeah. Like that 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 specific thing is available to you. And Armored Core Six is the reason you would pick it over other games is because you get the customization and the challenge. Just you get, just to be, I'm I'm cutting off your finale yeah. here, but um, sorry, keep kicking that. But uh, like just to. Uh, get it all out there. I, I said I'd be scared of a big menu in Baldur's Gate 3, but a big menu in Arm- Armored Core excites me. <laughs> I guess because it's a customization menu and Baldur's Gate is like, you have to keep track of all these things. These are all your responsibility. You don't use your amulet of dicks. Yeah, you can't save that to the last <laughs> battle. You need to... Well, if you use it, then you won't have it, it anymore. Gives you plus five constitution. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, all the stats. There's <laughs> there's a certain way I get excited about stats, and a certain way I get scared away by them. And I think Armored Core is the way I'd be mm. excited about them, but I'm not sure yet. So I spent as much time tinkering with my weapons and weight and boosters and legs, which is the best, most mm. important part. Yeah. Because you there are regular legs and reverse joint legs, tetrapod <laughs> legs and tank treads. Those are the four types of legs you're gonna want to try all. Did them you all. did you say reverse legs? Reverse joint legs. <laughs> okay. reverse, so like a chicken or a mantis. Yeah, I know like, what you're, you're talking you're about. You're like Metal Gear. The yeah. phrase yeah. is funny. It is funny. And it seems so you could be more optimis- optimized. Um, so, uh, yeah, like. Like absolutely play around with that stuff, have fun, and change the color of your goddamn mech. Like you'll, you'll no, have, I'm yeah. not getting that achievement. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> what do you, what are you there sticking with? There should be achievement to not Cartman. do it. Cartman, yeah. <laughs> like red, red and blue. <laughs> so I get the hoodie. Yeah, Ar- Armored Core Six gives me all the stuff I like from in like a, a god hand way of like, oh, what if you were playing an action game? Yeah. And you could pick that's a good punch one point. and punch two individually you can pick them from men you're like oh i don't like punch one and punch two let me swap them out for a guard breaker and a drunken flip kick that's useless (laughs) uh yes uh and then it's like you take that into battle and it's like people are ready to fucking kill you they're not holding back just because you picked the the weak slap and the drunken flip kick just because you picked you wanted to be missile man yeah you wanted you you wanted Uh, but if you want to be Missile Man, you should pick up Armored Core 6. And I had so much fun doing this Game of the Year thing with you guys. We may have some kind of addendum, depending on who contacts us or who doesn't. Yeah, we've got not, some listeners, yeah. some friends of the show that might chime in with their faves. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if not, no matter what we do, if you're hearing this, you're here at the end of this episode, I want to hear what your Game of the Year was. Wow. Chances are we didn't include it. We only talked about a couple yeah. of things. So we're about a lot of like, we had a lot of the biggest releases too. Uh-huh. There's definitely some stuff year. that it's cool that we all radars. have varying interests though. Mm-hmm. Like it's we barely had any overlap. Nobody aside from, like, played yeah. Final Fantasy 16. I don't think any of us are huge Final Fantasy set. No, we like, at all. I wanted to play it because they they uh, they made it an action game, <laughs> which is weird. But, uh, well, I mean, like, Final Fantasy XIV is a huge thing, and it's made by those guys. So. I mean, yeah, so I've, I've tried that, and I couldn't get in. I'm just yeah. not into Final anyway, Fantasy. But. Before we get into the Final Fantasy XIV cast that a game none of us have played, or Steph has played, um, uh, <laughs> we have had a great time. Thank <laughs> you for listening, everyone. Send us an email at pleasedon'tcast.gmail.com if you enjoyed this, if you hated it, if you want to tell us about your favorite game. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you in the new year, everyone. Oh, 2024. Bye. There are video games coming out then, too. No. Sons of bitches. I'm not caught are up. Are there any coming Yakuza out? Yakuza 8, baby. Can't no. wait. Oh, fuck. I'm going to be... <laughs> That, I'm yeah. gonna be four mainline like games behind. Like a Dragon <laughs> Infinite Wealth. It's the the next JRPG oh, one. Can't wait God. for that. God, I'm gonna oh, be so man. behind. 
That alleged Donkey Kong game is coming out next year. I hope. <laughs>